0: This episode of the Bozumbovo podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Groomers TV YouTube channel.
1: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight-loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash weightloss.
2: On April the 3rd, Sunday, Glasgow turned green and white as Celtic moved six points clear at the top of the table. Hello and welcome to episode eighty of Celtic Rumors TV, the Balls and Barville podcast. Join us tonight. We have Ter, Terence, Ter one six one, and Barry uh, Iceman from our four page of the podcast at, at www.celticrumours.co.uk. You can also check out all the links to the podcast in our description below. On today's show, we'll be looking at back at today's victory over Rangers at IBACS. We also want to know your thoughts uh, on that win today and what what does it mean towards the final push to the title race. Firstly, though, Mark will do a few shout-outs and bring the lads onto the show.
0: Thanks very much, Paul.
2: Uh, thanks everybody that's joined us. I'll do some shout-outs for the live chat. Tonight. Just the
0: usual shout-outs to Richie and his family, Tim Alloy. We join United Ireland. Uh, that's, that's just our usual wee shout-outs Paul uh, We're up to 543 subs now So it's going up and up and up So I'd like to give a wee special shout-out to that new boy in the chat there Opinionated Glaswegian gene- OG uh, Welcome I met him on another YouTube video Paul That was you wee guy I was telling you about sir. So mm-hmm. I don't know how to put a link to his page in But even if you don't watch his stuff It's all his YouTube stuff he does now But go, go and hit the boy You are subscribe to get him to help his channel mm-hmm. build uh, Jabber a job, he's there, Bobby Sutherland. There's Mikey joining as well. Nice to see you in, Mikey. I didn't know if you were going to be back for Yonises or no, Mikey, but I'm sure if you want to come on, we can get you on. Brian there, Brian just coming on the table. There I am. There's, there's a few, few audience here tonight, Paul, so let's get it going. I'll go and get uh, Terence and Barry on. Mm-hmm.
2: Celtics last to over Rangers at Ibrox was on the 1st of December. September in 2019, Celtic have struggled at Ibrox since their last victory. Today, Celtic were victorious at Ibrox after falling behind in the third minute to an Aaron Ramsey goal, but Roderick silenced the Rangers fans four minutes later as he slotted home on the seventh minute. The, on the 40 Kevin Vickers extended Celtic leads. To for oh, half time a great victory for Celtic today uh, you could see that it meant a lot to the, to the fans today and to the players Mark uh, that victory today
0: at Ibrox. A massive result Paul it really was I, I was quite I tell you I was quite confident about it Paul I've really not been that impressed with Rangers and you just seemed to be even when we were playing poorly I poorly were grinding these results out Paul but a wonderful absolutely wonderful the day it really was -hmm. Terms Terms and Barry there.
2: Evening lads.
0: Evening Terms, thanks for coming on. Evening Barry. Thanks for coming on, bud.
2: Just before we we talk, lads, I just read out a few of the stats and and stuff there. In this game we saw a different side to Celtic under Ange. In the first half we saw Grace attacking. And in the second half we saw Brilliant defending. Passion, heart, great leadership shown by uh, Callum McGregor uh, we saw grace defensive play by Jia Marcus and Mida leading the line up front uh, the, the stats for the game were shots to Rangers 16 to Celtics 11 on target they had 6 to Celtics 5 possession 61 to Celtics 39 it's actually our lowest under Ange uh, pass accuracy was 80% to Celtics 72 fouls 7 to 13 and yellow cards for. Now, I just want to come to you first on this. I know people kind of don't go on the sats, but one thing I found interesting by the sats today was it's a long, long time that Celtic were bullied by Rangers. And if you look at the foes today, they had 7 to Celtics 13 and we had four bookings. Celtic were the aggressive team today and we were the ones who who were all over their players and and, and attacking them. And the teams of town, they couldn't take Celtic players putting in higher tackles than them today.
3: Yeah, uh, I mean, Mark touched on it. It wasn't the greatest performance today, but you know what? That that goes out the window. When it comes to this stage of the season, the performance goes out the window. We had to go Mm -hmm. there and get the result and get the three points. And that's what we've done today. And I thought they were terrific. You know, like I said, it wasn't, typical Ange ball, it wasn't free-flowing, it wasn't sometimes not pretty, but to a man everybody stood up and were counted, and, and we knew we had to go there and get the victory and that would put us in a fantastic position, and that's what happened today, with regards to the stats Paul, yeah, I mean, okay that they, they had more shots, had more possession, but apart from the one that Sakala, uh, Joe Hart's made a great save from Sakala, all the rest that's of the kind of powder puff efforts, mm-hmm. you know, it didn't really trouble us. I thought the defence were magnificent in the second half. Carter Vickers, especially delighted for Starfelt. You know, the guy comes in for a bit of criticism, not just from, uh, you know, our own fans, but from uh, other supporters and other uh, areas of the media. And I thought he was terrific. He, he always stands up the guy. He'll never hide away. And whilst he's maybe not always most pleasing on the eye, he does his job effectively. But I thought that was terrific. Absolutely fantastic. Huge result. Absolutely huge result today. Um, like Mark says, I, w- I was quite confident going into the game, I-, I must be honest, but after the first few minutes, I thought it could have been a long afternoon, but we grew into the game uh, as it went on, and just a massive, massive three points, delighted, absolutely delighted.
0: It's, a big, it's something, that, something as well, Barry, when you think that Juranovic uh, was probably the worst defender for his day. I thought that was Bibby's poorest game for us, he made that mistake for their goal and he never really seemed to... Get the cover we'll for that? that no, he didn't. Yeah. He was always a bit edgy. I thought after that, but Taylor, I thought he, Taylor again was brilliant again. The day for Greg Taylor,
3: I, I mean Taylor ran his blood to water, and that's what you get from him. He'll never stop. He keeps on going, and um, you know. And, and I was especially delighted for him. But I think you're right. you are like Jovanovic It wasn't his best game today. He, he looked a bit ropey. Actually, considering that the last game at Parkhead, where he, you know, he absolutely had Kent in his pocket. Um, I think it was a bit cheap But like I say Today was all about Getting that three points And that's And that's what we did Uh, You know And it was a And everybody knew It was massive Everybody knew Especially from a a Rangers perspective That The game was huge And they had to win it Well you know what You know Celtic Didn't have to win it today But They showed that They wanted to win it And they've gone out And they've put in a performance Now Like I say It wasn't a great performance But they did More than enough To win the game And like I say I think I think we thoroughly deserved it I don't think Rangers particularly
2: for all the possession, deserved anything from the game today, but absolutely delighted, guys, really (laughs) am. Terrence, just going on what Barry was saying
0: today, like that... Give me two minutes for now, Paul. Hey, when you go.
2: Just just going on to what Barry was saying there, Terrence, that the performance (laughs) did mark and it was all about the result. But I was watching the game and and the way it panned out, do you think Ange actually knew that Rangers would be on the front foot today, and? He needed his Celtic players to, to kinda of roughen them up a bit or get get into their faces like they have done to us.
4: Um I'd say it was expected Paul that Rangers mm-hmm. were going to be a bit more dominant because they're at home, uh, the majority of the crowd was theirs. They were obviously always looking you would obviously have expected them to start quickly because they were the ones who needed to go for the win. But like 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 Barry has said there, like apart from Joe Hart's save in the in the second half, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that was that was the really only good chance. I mean, Abada should have made a three-one. Abada had a great chance. McGregor made a great save. I, I think Celtic, they, they kind of were happy enough to sit back a bit and kind of counter-attack after obviously they went, especially when they went two-one up, and they seemed to allow Rangers have the ball a little bit more in front of them. But they they, they didn't they didn't really they didn't really do do a huge amount with it. You know what I mean? And it's mm-hmm. like. What Barry was saying there as well I was, I would have agreed with him I would have thought Juranovic And what Mark said Juranovic Had a quiet game I thought Taylor was magnificent mm-hmm. I really did after he no. went off <laughs> and, and the one The one good thing That I, that definitely shows Clear today Was Like The last t- The first time I was on this podcast Was the first game The last time Celtic were beating uh, Ibrox When they were beating One day That was the first But to see the difference In the squad That they were able to take off and Ange used all all players he needed to use. Use mm-hmm. like we'd have been in trouble if you had a Matt O'Reilly who came on and then got injured and had to come off. But yet Turnbull's able to come on and Ralston's able to come on. So they you were able to bring on so much quality and it, and it, and it helped. And in fairness, look, they 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 took it took as much of the pressure that Rangers tried to to, to put at them. But they they Celtic got what they deserved. I mean, Vickers again and Starfield, the two of them had a magnificent game, you know and. It's it just it was it was I was I was down as I said in the, with the Celtic supporters down in the pub downtown, and it was hopping. It was absolutely hopping. It was about eighty people inside, it, and they went mental when it went two one up, and obviously especially at full time. But yeah, I it's look it's it's Celtic have one hand on the trophy. It's well and truly in their uh, in their in their own hands now, and just if they could just push on and just get it done as quickly as possible, it'd be brilliant. But they were they deserve everything they got today. I enjoyed the whole lot and and. It it showed the two different clubs today. The the way Celtic players behaved and their fans mm-hmm. behaved and the way the other crowd behaved. If, there's, if, if they're allowed to have fans in any more games for the rest of the season, there's something seriously wrong in the Scottish FA. Something mm. seriously wrong. Yeah, I come, they, that the I, that, I, I come to that. Um, but Celtic were magnificent. They were magnificent in fairness to them.
2: But just going to what the lads were saying there, uh, about the, uh, the defending. Uh, any ball that was put into that box today, Vickers and Starfield just dealt with every single ball that came to them. Like, I've never saw a Celtic team. Was tr- like, was tr- at, at, the, at the start, Mark, I say, like, at the start on the Ange, Mark, the Celtic defence was ropey. He knew he had to make change. He, he brought in Joe Hart, he brought in Ivanovic, he brought in Vickers. He brought in Starfield. I mean, it's a long time, Mark, that we saw a Celtic defence control apart, the game, back when we were on our backs.
0: Apart, apart Paul, really, apart from uh, their goal, they had a couple of their half chances. But most mm. the pressure came through us messing
2: about at the back, trying mm-hmm. to pass it about at the back. There's one thing, Mark, I noticed about that is, and I had it down there, is why I, I, I'm actually... That more and more I'm loving Carl McGregor as captain because when they missed the wrong twice at the back he came back and he showed at the three lads Baker's heart and, and staff like, what, what like, it was like what, what are you doing like get your shit together here or something you know
0: McGregor I've, I've always yeah. been a big fan of McGregor and really bammed up uh, Michael on the chat me and Michael spoke about him a lot and for me McGregor could play at any kind of level really Paul I honestly I think he could I think he's a brilliant footballer and I don't know whether it's the way Andrew set the team up, or whether it's because Scott Brown isn't there or that. But no, for me, McGregor's played some of the best football he's played for Celtic, and that's yeah, that's. Definitely. I mean, that is a big shout because he has been a great player for his early years. Just him. he used to score a lot more goals, and he's shooting a bit leaves a lot to be desired when he tries it. now right <laughs> enough. By mm-hmm.
2: there comes to stage just what we're talking about there, about, about the three lads, that one of them just has to take a decision, just boot that ball away, you know, instead of that silly pass along, like, we could have got caught out twice there today, like, just just even hard, like, just clear the ball, get rid of it, you know?
3: Yeah, I, I mean, from our perspective, Paul, that's exactly what we want to see. You know, uh, I think, obviously, this this is modern day football, isn't it? And mm-hmm. these players are under instruction from the manager, to, regardless to keep on playing out from the back. For me, I don't know, maybe I'm a bit old-fashioned. You know, this time of the season when, you know, we're at the business end and these points are vital, I, I would like to see it go a bit longer. I think they do. It. I think Rangers, you know, when, when it, the pressure's on, they don't really mess about. They tend to go more direct. And I, I felt more comfortable when Hart was deciding to do that or even in the second half, you know, when Carter Vickers was going to be a wee bit more direct, Yaranovich was going to be a wee bit more direct. It's a it's a bit of frustrating when, you know, especially in the first half when the games at one all and, and mm-hmm. you know, Hart's a bit hesitant and Starr felt a bit hesitant, or even Carter Vickers there wasn't much on for him to try and play. And sometimes when they were playing in they were playing to Rogic, you had two men around him and the ball was just coming back. So from my own point of view, Paul, yeah, there's a time and a place, and I understand I'm just trying to introduce this, you know, modern-day football, whereby we build from the back, we don't just kick long for the sake of kicking long. However, for me, there's a time and a place, and today there was a times that I think we should have went a bit more direct, or certainly Hart and Starfelt, and that and should have just looked to go a bit longer, even getting behind them with the pace of Maeda and Yota. But, um, you know, it didn't cost us today, but one day it might. So I'm all for, you know, when the pressure's mm-hmm. on, maybe just taking a wee bit of pressure off us by going a bit more direct. So I would agree with you there.
2: Mm-hmm. Mark, just going on to a play there Barry Barry mentioned today. And it's another player who has just been a, like a different signing on the Ange. And he's always been a big game player for us in the past. But Tom Logic today, Mark, was... Just
0: outstanding. Uh, like, first, that uh, first oh, half, he oh. like, and he was unplayable in that first half. That was that uh, uh, different class, so he was really. Uh, he just didn't seem to be, be able to cope with him. Any time he get the boy, he was uh, fantastic. He really
2: was the day. I mean, this is the player mark who had to pull out of international duty because of injury. I doubt
0: that he was actually fully fit. Aye, and as I've said. Well, uh, Paul, numerous occasions. She was one of the players that we kind that dear Mark to get out the yeah. door. Along with beat on even your Taylor. Do you get what I mean, Ralston and that? And look at the turnaround and and all these type of players that for years we didn't say they, they were up to scratch. They weren't good enough for Celtic and that. And under Ange, it's, pff, it's p- they're Ralston, even Taylor. It's like three new signings, Paul. Mhm.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, Terence placement. For his goal like, like fair enough, like I, I uh, McGregor could have done I think a bit more for us. He could have pushed those maybe wider, but it was just he knew where he wanted to do the ball and, and that's Tom Roderick out oh, and no. out. You know, the experience of Tom Roderick, like the experience that Celtic still have in this team who was only rebuilt a year ago. You know? No, even yeah.
0: a year ago, Paul.
2: Yeah, not even, yeah.
0: I mean, if you look at it this way, Paul, if you get somebody pregnant when I took her, the Wayne wouldn't even
2: be born yet, would it? Trying to say something to him, Mac? No, no, but but it wouldn't
0: be, wouldn't it? No, no. That's the way you look at it. Do you know what I mean? It's it's turned around on the club. I, I mean, when was the last time? We did, we're like, uh, when was the last time we could talk about the chief executive or kind of? You no, know I mean, when it's not been like the topic of we're on. We're not talking about anything that's gone wrong behind the scenes and stuff like that anymore. Everybody's just delighted with the way the way it's went on the park this season and excited for what's going to happen like moving forward. Oh, I, oh. Apart from all the wee bickery stuff, that's always been going on about fans getting on the board and that. For once, the fans are really united. Is again, do you know what I mean? A there was a big division between the fans last year. There's a big mm-hmm. division, big division in the club, as we kind of know. But this mm-hmm. season, the fans are all seem to be. When it comes to the crunch, we're all on the same page, putting our priorities kind of right, putting the priorities where they should be. Mhm. Uh, Terence, uh, just back to
2: the goal. Uh, t- to be yeah. to one-one. You know, it was it was crucial that Celtic reacted kind of straight away. But that's what we've seen under Ange this year that if we do go a goal down it's not long till we equalise you know no, there's, yeah. there's a, we don't stop attitude is still there like isn't it it's always been it, there
4: it is it's brilliant and it's, but it's the technique all that Rogic has he makes mm-hmm. that he makes that finish look effortless but if you had if you put the majority of the players on the pitch in that same scenario they'd probably blaze it over the bar and it's just he's he, he always it's a sign of a really really good player and he always looks like he has time he always looks mm-hmm. like he, no matter When well, there was three fellas around him, he was like a ballerina with a football. He just couldn't get the ball off him. Like his touch is unbelievable, and just the way he, just the way there was, no, no rush, no panic. It was like everything around him was flying it, and he was in slow motion. And like, just, like the Matrix went there. It was
0: like the Matrix went yeah. oh,
4: You know, like oh. everything thing and he just, it's the technique to just to just slot it in. Another, another fella would have had a wild swipe at it, because obviously there's a half a chance. It's it's and and I love what I love most about it is he just stood there he didn't even celebrate he was just like yeah what about it what about it mm-hmm. and it's, he like the boys were saying his his performance today was absolutely unbelievable it's like he his touch his everything about him today he he had a cracking game and, and like what you were saying Paul he probably wasn't fully fit from been out from after that tackle but by God he put in a shift he ran he ran mm-hmm. as hard as he could and he, look he, he's he, he's a different class and it's like Mark said. There's a couple of players there, Taylor, even Beaton when he came on, Ralston. You know, these as I said, these are guys that you none of us would have thought would have been would have been required by Celtic. And they mm-hmm. they're, they're like different players, every one of them. And it's mm-hmm. fantastic, it's fantastic. And, and He was brilliant as I said, Rogers was absolutely brilliant
2: Sorry, to... I come to you for 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 the second call by Vickers, uh, you being uh, a central defender as well, but. That was a strike was finished today by by Cameron Vickers this you
3: know. Yeah, but you know what, Paul? He's he's got that in his game. He's such a yeah. common influence. You know, he, he's very very good on the ball. I mean, and this is possibly slightly off topic here, but I said about two months ago to a couple of pals. of mine, we have you know regular conversations. See, for me, he's head and shoulders the player of the year in Scotland, Cameron Carter Vickers. For me. I honestly mm-hmm. believe that I, I, I do not think that we'd be in the position that we're in right now if that guy was not in the centre arm defence. I honestly regard him that highly and think he's been that good that I believe that he's the Scottish player. Whether he gets the vote or not, I don't know. But in my opinion, he's ours and Scotland's player. Yeah, I just think he's absolutely terrific. And, you know, it wasn't a great surprise to me that, that he was able to lash that at the net. He, he, like I say, he's very composed on the ball. Very, very good. He's got a good passing range. He's very calm. So when the ball fell to him, it would have been more of a surprise to me if he'd have lashed it wide or lashed it over the bar. He, he's got that. It was a terrific finish um, and absolutely delighted for him again. He had an other, another standout game. Uh, you know, take his goal out of the equation defensively, he was immense. Won everything in the air, everything that was thrown at him, he handled no problem. Roof was not an issue to him. He, I thought he was terrific
0: they they Mikey is demanding apologies for me and him for us standing up for Taylor all the time. He's all slagged them off. I, I totally agree with that, Mikey. I think we're due yeah. some apologies.
2: <laughs> Mark, well, he he has brought in the cameras to this Celtic defence, hasn't he? Vickers, uh, you know, he's just been since he's came into the club, Mark. Like that, the the, the defence seems more settled now than it uh, than it has ever been. Aye, uh, as
3: uh,
0: well. a he brings that kind of come influence as Barry says, i I, I, would I say he's a player for year for Scotland I don't know I don't know if I would maybe go that far I think if we I think if we get the treble I'd maybe go for McGregor to be honest would you? what? would you go for McGregor yeah? maybe we, uh, maybe because I, I think I, as I said earlier Paul I think McGregor just came out into a came right into a, a being a forum this season that we've no really seen. I mean, he's always been a great player, but as I said mm-hmm. earlier, I don't know whether it's with Scott Brown leaving and their mere kind of the tactics kind of just suit the team. We're not trying to shoehorn a Scott a Scott Brown type of player into the team because I mean, there's people talking about Beaton. I see Welsh saying it as well. I mean, Beaton playing in that CDM role brings it brings a lot more to the game than Scott Brown ever did. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? And Beaton, I mean, I spoke about it with you Paul spoke about it privately with my case as long as he's playing in that CDM role he's kind of, great in there he really is and thank God we've kind of sacked the playing him at centre back kind of experiment but I'm not saying Beton deserves a, P- a player of the year award but I'm just saying how this, the team's actually set up without Scott Brown I don't know if that's helping McGregor but I just think McGregor's been fantastic this year for his first year as captain take one a treble
2: or that do you know what I mean yeah, he's, he's definitely like grown into that role, Mark. Into the captaincy role. Like, sometimes a captaincy can affect a player, Mark. You know, we've seen it with a lot of players, big players, like when they get the captaincy, it can affect them. But he's grown into that role. And and today, like I just thought, he led by example. When we needed an attack, when when he attacked for that first goal, it was all down to him.
5: And oh, he's rubbish.
2: But always he was there defending and you know he was just there all over the pitch with, when we needed him and he, I think Mark he kept us going throughout that game today his leadership kept us going you know uh, well, that's, that's
0: part of his job isn't it I've yeah. said that before Paul see no matter who's got the captain you've always got guys like Joe Hart you've got know big personalities on their part that will keep, keep minds up and keep, keep people alert and things like that it's a, it's a, kind of just an honour for McGregor, but he does seem to be kind of, as you say, growing into it and being a wee bit. He's always been a bit of a moaning wee get, Paul, if you watch him over the years. He's never been afraid to let his feelings be known on the park that, that. He's the same behind the scenes and training and the yeah. changing room and that. It's just maybe we're seeing it coming a wee bit more to the
2: fore now that he is actually captain. Exactly, Mark, because, like, Scott Brown was the main man for the last couple of years. You know what I mean? Every team was going... Through Scott Brown, I think vocally in matches like no, but no, Carl McGregor is, is captain now, and he's the main man. And we're seen a side of of him that we haven't seen.
0: But we said so, la- we spoke about that last year, Paul. Even probably mm-hmm. Wade, Barry and Terence and making guys like that. Uh, in the shadow. Ah, it was it was that kind of thing. Uh, Scott Brown shouldn't have been dictating the pace we were playing the game. At and mm-hmm. things like that. It, was, it should have been McGregor. It was even doing that last year. And that's, now that he's
2: doing it, it's a lot more sharper, a lot more quicker than that. Mm-hmm. On the opposite side of defending, uh, there's always players that's Rangers fans hate and Rangers players hate. Uh, but g Camarcus and, and Rita didn't stop. I know they didn't score today, but they didn't stop at that front line today trying to break down the Rangers play. And they warmed up that Rangers defensively, I think.
4: Yeah, I think definitely Jake Macus definitely won't them up because he was he was getting in about them and he was getting in their face. Maeda is obviously a lot more um a lot more of a quiet individual in the sense of, you know, I mean, Jake Marcus wouldn't wouldn't be shy of getting in, in in an altercation like he did with Jack and, and that kind <laughs> of supers. Maeda would be more like hard working and just constantly chasing and chasing and hurrying. But I'd, I'd say Gia is a pain in the ass to play against. He annoys the living hell out of the centre backs, to be fair. And he he done it he done it brilliantly today. In he it reminded it, me a it,
0: bit. It, bit of Sutton, it reminded me a bit like Chris Sutton today, to be honest. See the way you are oh, yeah. saying their best getting in their face and the wee kind of wee bit of a rough and tumble kind of thing.
4: Yeah, oh, be, that, that's what that's what you you had a spot on there, Mark. That's exactly what he'd be like. And and I'd say I'd say he's kind of a uh, I'd say he's a gobby shite as well. Do you know what I mean? When he's there on the pitch like. But he he, he 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 did it brilliantly. Like he never stopped running. Even when he was struggling near the end, he just kept, he kept trying to chase down the balls. And Maeda is the same. Maeda just never stops running. It's the two of them. They gave them no time. And they gave them really no time. And it, it, as I said, the best where they were defending from the front and it, it it helped so much the rest of the team. You know what I mean? The two boys were, were excellent as well today. But I must have been, it must be a nightmare. For a defender to be
2: played against those two today, I say with
4: this. Yeah, because like
3: the guys have said, they just don't stop it, and that's you know that's the the Ange tagline, is it? We do not stop, and the never. And you know, okay, uh, Jack or he maybe didn't have many too uh, too many opportunities to score goals today, but he played his part. He did what he was supposed to do. He went out there. He didn't give the centre half a minute on the ball. And um, like the guys have said, Maeda just did not stop running. And, you know, whilst you've got that work ethic in your team, you're always going to have a chance, aren't you? And, you know, to a man, I thought we were great today. Like I said earlier, I don't think it was great football. It wasn't that pleasant on the eye, but we did what we had to do to get the three points and we fully deserved them. Everyone to a man stood up today. When we had to roll the sleeves up and really stand up and be counted, we did that today. And that was from... Jack and
2: Marcus, right back to, to Joe Hart. Uh, I thought that was terrific. Now like, he had very little to do bar kind of, kind of shots from long distance, but that shot there near the end, you know, to being a 2-2, like, like that was some save by, by Joe. I know it was kind of ruled offside afterwards, like but he didn't know the,
0: no,
2: the, still, the, that. it was still a great save, so aye.
0: We should have had the game sewn up before that, Paul. I mean, look at a bad as miss. Maida had a couple of chances that a striker would have probably scored. I don't like Maida getting any kind of chances oh. through the middle, Paul. I really don't. I mean, I said to you, Paul, I was telling all the old boys at Chapel last night, stick a tenner on 4-1 and things like that. And see, be his Paul, what could have easily been 4 one well, for us today?
2: Well, that a pen? did you take, Mac McGregor on, on, on Maida?
0: I've, we've, seen them give, we've seen them giving, Paul. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's, for me, it's, it's one of the ones, Paul, see if gets down to the ref needs to make a decision. Do you get what I mean? You're to, oh. I, if it went down, then we go to the penalty. It would have been a soft one, but we've seen them give before, Paul. Mm-hmm. What would it be your I, part, I, I I thought, I thought it was a penalty. Right? I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. be honest, I, I thought it was a penalty every day of the
3: week.
2: Because the ball ball was gone, Barry, the ball was gone before, until McGregor took him out there with the leg.
3: You're going by the letter of the law, he's gone through, he's went past McGregor, McGregor's got no touch on the ball, McGregor's come out with speed, there's contact there, I mean they just brushed it off in the studio, didn't they? Mm -hmm. The big big roaster Boyd, he was just uh, banging on about VAR constantly, let me tell you something, if that's a VAR decision, that's a penalty because uh, exactly. all the criteria. There was no pitch on the ball from McGregor. Uh, there was contact from Maeda Ban penalty kick for me.
2: Do, do, do you think, maybe the referees are, are are afraid to make these big decisions in these games?
4: They are because if that's in the middle of the field, it's a free kick. Mm-hmm. If that's if that if is done that and someone goes in for a slide tackle, and misses misses the ball like McGregor did, and makes contact with Moeda's leg like that, Willie Collins going to give a free kick straight away. No, mm-hmm. so the problem is once it's inside the box, the tendency is with some of them unless it's unless it's unbelievably clear. Like he literally cuts him in half, they're not gonna give a they're not gonna give a penalty. But it's like it's like the lads were said. He he McGregor doesn't get a touch in the ball. McGregor makes contact with Moeda, whether you could say it's, whether it's soft or whether it's not soft, I mean we look at some of the penalties that have been given against Celtic this season. <laughs> exactly. I, mean, I mean it's a, that's in the middle of the field, it's a free kick. So if it's a free kick in the middle of the field, if it happens in the box, it's a penalty. It's just the referee just didn't the referee he, just, just
2: fobbed it off. But like I also I also thought uh, uh should have been sent off today for for his tackle and he only got a yellow, like that was a nasty, I forget who it was on, like, but that that was a nasty a nasty tackle there.
3: Yeah, it was on, it was it was on Jack when it in the first half. Yeah, Jack I'll Marcus, be, I'll, yeah. I'll be honest, Paul. I did think it was a yellow. I I know what you're saying. I just I did think it was yellow. He's he's come through the player. He's got the ball, but you know, I'd have been disappointed if a Celtic player had been sent off for that kind of challenge. Mm-hmm. But I do know, I do get what you're saying. It was it was a wee bit of reckless. Uh, mm-hmm. But for me, I think yellow was the right decision. You
2: know, today though, Barry, like really call him... Didn't do too bad. Like he, like he left the game kind of floor at the at the start. Like and he had to give out some yellow cards, but like he really didn't have a bad game today, did he? Really, got really call him.
3: He, you know what? I think the fact that not, there was no major talking points for me, apart from the fact that I thought it was a Stonewall penalty, there wasn't too many talking points. Uh, I, I was a bit frustrated with him at the start of the game because he seemed to blow for three kicks willy nilly, yeah. and I, I actually. We we were 19 minutes into the game before we got our first foul, and there was there were two or three he could and should have given before that. Um, but that's nitpicking. I think what what you say is correct. I don't think he had a particularly bad game. Uh, it astounds me that there was no red cards or no penalties awarded when Willie Collins uh, at the helm. Mm-hmm. That's what really I'm
2: saying. It, because he goes, when I when I when I saw that like, guy's when I heard he was the referee, like that. That's what I was expecting a red card for for someone or a penalty. but.
0: Just going with Barry but you really can't complain about his performance today, can you? No, he missed probably missed, missed a couple of things, like uh, Bobby talking about Brian jack Jack jerk Jokimakis doing in the deck, pushing his yeah. face in, things like That's that, but so, yeah. probably just not no paying much attention to it. Oh, t- that'd be up
2: to the fourth official, and the lines went then, to look well, for The fourth yeah. official was probably
0: closer to it than Willie yeah, Collum was, yeah. as you say, but I thought he'd a decent enough game. I thought, as Barry's saying, I, know, I felt that a lot of the times the ball seemed to just go to a Rangers player, and they were just looking for a foul and he was giving them. When uh-huh. I mean, it, it wasn't really warranted in my opinion, and when Celtic players, Celtic players were trying to do the same thing, it just it wasn't interesting. I noticed that kind of for the first maybe half hour forty minutes kind of thing, but it, there was no really any big talking points that he missed. So fair well, maybe the penalty, but fair do's to him I thought he'd a decent enough game
2: you know what we need to do as well is we need to get um, Gavin Stark in a new laptop because when Vickers scored, he actually chewed onto the floor to celebrate. So his his laptop is actually broke. <laughs> 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 I didn't no, see it. that, no?
0: No, I never seen that, no.
2: Chew <laughs> his laptop down onto the floor and start to celebrate with John Kennedy and, you know, you know, it was a joy to see, like you look back to last season, Mark, when the disconnect between the three of John Kendi, Gavin Strachan and Lee Lennon. To see them all hug each other today, jumping for joy when we scored. Like I always see Ange when we score as the calm manager. You know, He might put the fist up today, but or, or today, Mark, you could see uh, uh, knew the, the celebration it. coming. He knew what that said uh, meant to Celtic. today. Uh, uh,
0: definitely. He knew what the game meant, Paul. He knew that a win, basically. Puts us in the driving seat for the league title. It really does. Mm-hmm. And just a lot of the times it's just, it's just a wee punch in there. But there, does, there seems to be a genuine bond between the, the coaching staff and Newport, which you've mm-hmm. said, we've said it wasn't there last year. Lennon, for me, just wasn't interested And then Gavin Stratton had to, to say, just to show to prove that he knew what he was actually talking about. Mm-hmm. And Kennedy, just Kennedy's only an assistant. He only does what he's manager and head coach is telling him to do And Lenny's telling him, do you know what I mean? If Lenny's telling him to do stupid, nonsense things. He just needs to do it because that's his job, whether he agrees or no
2: mm-hmm. Of course, the only downside uh, from today, Terence, was uh, Taylor going off, O'Reilly going off, and it looked like Gia Marcus was kind of limping to, towards the end of the game. But like you said, if this was a couple of months ago, we would be worried about these injuries, but no, we've players coming back. But it is a concern when when, when you see players going off with injury. I think Taylor was complaining about his back as well, and he had back issues before, didn't he? I think.
4: Yeah. Well. Yeah, but I suppose a lot of it, a lot of it's all that they've run themselves into the ground. I know. Oh, mm-hmm. Ange said that the O'Reilly one was was purely precaution because they had Turnbull on the bench. He he mm-hmm. said that he can't. There's there should be no issue with him. Otherwise, it could be just, it could be just, I don't think it's anything major, but I I think he obviously realized today if someone has a knock and there's a little bit of struggling, I can't afford to leave them on. And why should he when he has, when he has the strength and depth in the bench? Like with Taylor's one, if he was struggling a little bit, you can bring on Ralston and change off. Juranovic said they bring on O'Reilly, he gets knocked, they bring on Turnbull. It's, that's, that's something we would have. We were even criticising a few months ago. Why wasn't he making mm-hmm. change? And at least now he has the strength and depth that, if there's any doubt, he can make the change. Did when I'd say it was just at the end of it? I don't know. And maybe he just didn't have anyone that he really wanted to bring on. And you know, with what was left, he probably just said, "Look, just try run it off. Keep going."
0: Just, so, just jump. Just jump in here, the new Paul. Well, I am mm-hmm. seeing in the chat the board are getting off scot free. You know, but. It's the same people there. Well, yeah, don't believe me, Paul. I'll tell you, Mike, you, I don't let the board are scot-free for a minute, don't I know, Paul? I know, I know. No, but
2: we don't. Like, we don't but
0: they're still the same problems, to, but this isn't the time to start getting into them after we've just went to Ibrox well, 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 and 1-2-1. Well, one well, two well,
2: well I, have that down. I have that down. My next thing, Mark, is uh, I'm going to bring it into the instance that was shown there and we're going to see if the board saw... So I have the board in, like so don't worry about that when I am. We 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 have everything covered covered by. Don't relax. we'll
0: get, well, right, we'll, get well shown when we start talking about the
2: board. You know, like, but but I I thought again, yeah, uh, today uh, when he came on, like this is a Celtic man. Oh out no, out, like, and when he came on today, he straight into a tackle to Ryan Kent, and he was letting no one hold. Uh, is it, rousing like if there's a if there's a Celtic player who deserves credit this season. Uh, it, it's definitely
3: him Most improved player in world football Anthony
2: Ralston
3: mm-hmm. Absolutely bro You know something And as a credit to himself Because we spoke about it before Paul um, I, I, I am saying this seriously I didn't realise he was still at the club last season I really didn't I didn't know he was still at the club It was a surprise to me To say to see when the start of the pre-season Anthony Ralston there but, by God, what a turnaround in the guy's career. And like you say, when he came on today, I thought he was great. You know, he was bombing mm-hmm. forward. He, he, You know, he, he had a pretty customer in Kent to go up against. And, you know, he put one on him early doors. And, and I can't remember really Kent doing anything against him, to be honest. But no, like, uh, no. like Terence said a, a minute ago, it shows the, you know, the fint and depth of the squad. And, you know, with Taylor struggling, I think on the Taylor... Um, and says it was cramped, so so there's nothing really to worry about injury, but mm-hmm. he just says he was cramping up a bit, so they decide to take him off, but like Tern said, when you've got those options on the bench, there's no need to leave him on, bring him off, pop Ralston on to mm-hmm. back, Juranovic will come over, and we're no weaker, you know, we're just as strong, and that's, that's a, a, a testament to him, uh, Ralston himself, because like I say, you know, when these players are coming off, you're first 11, you've got guys that can slot in there, and do just as good a job, and I mean, yeah, absolutely, I mean, I- Anthony Ralston's
2: one of them, I mean, Barry. Like when Ange came in, we barely had a first team eleven, and I never forget the first game against Hearts. Like that, that first team we put out. Like and two transfer windows is all Ange had, and and the squad he's assembled in these two. Like we've strength depth now in every single position. Ah. The goalkeepers, I, I'd fear if Joe got injured, I still think we need a goalkeeper or something there. But we've, we've two or three players for every position. And, and that's a credit to Ange as well, therefore, for him bringing these players to the club. He, he's
3: done a remarkable job, Paul. He's done an absolutely remarkable job. Because I think at the start of the season, probably myself and other Selly supporters and other listeners and, and you guys, we all hope that would win the league this year. You know, I know you talked about rebuilds and things like that, but as Celtic supporters, we don't accept that Well, I'll tell you what: we'll give up the league for a, a couple of years in order for a rebuild to, to happen. No, no, we mm. we hope and, uh, that we can secure a title. But listen, regardless what happens this season, just save disaster strikes and we don't see it across the line, which puts, puts wood to hope it's not the case. And it's still we're still excited by Ange and what he's done for this football club. You know, he's delivered the trophy already. We've got, like Terence has said, we've got one hand on that title. Uh, we've got an opportunity of a treble, but it's the bigger picture that's the exciting thing for the fans. You know, he's in su- such a short space of time, he's turned this football club around. He had the, the most monumental rebuild at the start of the season. We talked about it. It hadn't been seen in years and years. And he's managed to deliver a trophy for the club with six points clear at the top of the league with uh, uh, six games left to play. We're in the semi-final of the Scottish Cup. It's unthinkable to think what the job that he's done. And I'm excited for next year and the year after the year after that. With Ange at the helm, the job he's done is nothing short of remarkable.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, to come back from the winter break... I think it was six or seven points, maybe seven points. We 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 were behind the, uh, the Rangers. Like the turnaround around since the start of the year, like he brought in an extra few players to strengthen the squad even more. And we we've, we've just kicked on since since January. We've just kicked on. We're we're a different team. Like, oh yeah,
4: and that's like Barry said. It's it's down it's down to the manager. The manager's belief in his own abilities. And his belief that he's getting in the players and every player he gets in is pretty much a guy that can go straight in the team. He knows what he wants, mm-hmm. he goes, he gets it. Like if 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 this was Eddie Howe or it was one of these so called big name managers that had done this in any club, they'd be raving about it everywhere. Raving about it. But it's a yeah, exactly. club that no one's kind of heard of. And the trans the transformation is Frightening. If this if this was Rogers had come in and done it, or when Martin O'Neill had done it at the time, it was with the time when O'Neill came in and transformed it. It was oh my god! It was Martin O'Neill. Listen, like the job that Coglu was done, like Barry said, is it's phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal to be I'd, in. A I'd team. put
0: this up there with the job that Willy Jansen done to be honest terms. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's,
4: it's, it's it's probably it's probably even it's probably even better. Mark, because 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 a had time. times.
2: We had nothing at the yeah. start of the season. Nothing.
4: No, we didn't. We didn't. And it's it's just and to lose three of your first six games, lose three your first three away games. The belief that he has in himself and the belief that he had mm-hmm. in getting it right and how he he's identified the players, he's identified the guys, he's identified the positions. It's an absolutely staggering job. Like like as Barry said, there. Hopefully, we do see it through. And, and hopefully we get the job done because it is in Celtic's hands now. But like you just you just feel so much more confident now watching Celtic and you feel so much more happier compared to 12 months ago when you were literally watching, watching it with your hands over your eyes going, oh my God, what is going to happen next? The mm-hmm. like,
2: mm-hmm.
4: transformation mm-hmm. is just staggering. But
2: mm-hmm. just something there that, that Terence said, like the, the the players he brought in, and these are players... That are going straight into the, the the first team eleven and then straight into the first team squad. It, it's a long time since we actually saw signing kind of do that for Celtic. That that's able to come in to the the first eleven straight away. And Ange has no problem in in doing that this season. we saw times of him. They had to
0: they had to come straight into the first team. Well, I mean, it's Terence and Barry. we were doing to the bare bones. with it. I mean. And let's not be it. The only reason Vastin got a contract is because he was only yeah. right, he was only right back at the club really, wasn't it? it's just I unbelievable.
2: I I know they had to come in and I, I know I how to, think, but Mark, like, like the the impact they've made, like like No one Toss, a nineteen year old like eighteen like when he joined us, Mark, Abada would, would be the player that 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 we we were, we're seeing the play. No one Toss. We see Baris in the way thing like this whole belief that Ange has bought in that this this winning mentality and what the lad just said he believes in his philosophy and that philosophy has it's rubbed off the players and the whole club.
0: It's a it's a confidence as well, Paul, mm-hmm. and even the players trusting the manager. You know what I mean? Just obviously Ralston's just totally bought into whatever Avranchin, that's seen him in the training ground, Paul. It's a. It's a kinda of respect either way, if the players put their trust in Ange he's gonna put their trust in them. It's just mm-hmm. it's, I mean for where we came from in the summer to know. It really is and I know we've kinda joked about it. I mean just, who would want it, who would who the new who the new would turn round and say, I oh, I wish we'd get Eddie Howe? Do you know what I mean? You know. Who would who would actually come out and say that? No, J.F.P
3: would oh, saw you win But
0: J.F.P I was having it with J.F.P to, have, wanted
3: to Didn't I let him kid you on oh, I was a wee
0: <laughs> with J.F.P the other week uh, We went to a master's next to Celtic training ground the short and start Barry And it was J.F.P and his wife And he still goes on He was still going on about Eddie Howe And how he came for mm-hmm. this wee Kind of Tory place down in England And things like that really I
2: remember Barry Wright. He always
3: signs off his posts.
2: God bless Eddie Howe. <laughs> 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 as as I remember when, when that whole deal collapsed, and myself and Mark take the Jew. Would you come on? We did a kind of an, an emergency podcast to break the news, and the three of us were actually in meltdown, And we mentioned Andrew's name on that day as well. We were going, "Who is this guy?" Like, you mean know, like? What's he got? Like We didn't know who he was No one knows who he was People are saying he's going to be sacked by Christmas But
0: I'm, Eddie but I'm, too, I'm so just actually did for Eddie I'm just hoping as well That the board have got his agent And him sitting trying to get him on a longer a term contract I
2: actually heard it That there is a there Well this is A few people have
0: yeah. said that uh, but this, I mean we spoke about it's it that before that but but to, it to be, It's about um, this time We've done it with Brendan Rodgers And that as well he kind of thing
2: he said uh, what I heard is that he wants the league to be finished done and dusted before he sits down and talks about anything he just wants to So come that'll to be the day. more
0: morning then? Yeah <laughs> yeah, exactly,
2: yeah, exactly, yeah Exactly Because it's I'll so tell so you
0: there's, there's no way in the world that there isn't And not caught the attention of other teams r- <laughs> richer teams maybe no bigger teams but richer teams and things like that but the Celtic board this is up to them to get them nailed down but I don't think I think I, don't, I think if somebody I mean it's not going to hurt him. I think if a big massive, massive club came in it would maybe maybe turn his seed, but I don't think is looking for an exit. I
2: think no Mark with with Ange he's They've
0: gave him everything he's wanted as well.
2: Family. Yeah, exactly. He's bought into the club, Mark, and he he knows now what the club's about, he knows what the fans are about and and that connection that hasn't been there for a long time between the fans, the manager and the players, it's all just come together at the right time for for, for the club, hasn't it? You know?
0: I just, what, that's
2: just
4: worked. perfectly, isn't it? But that's something Mark we said a few weeks ago. on here, we we did we were talking, and people were saying, "Oh, I wonder will people be looking at O'Reilly, and will people be looking at Kyogre and will people be looking at?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, but all these well, we said all these players were tied down to long contracts. The the worry was Ange going because yeah. he got these players in. And he was only on the one-year rolling contract. He, so he was the guy, you, you, I remember I was saying anyway, he was the guy you'd like to see them go, okay, here's here's the four or five-year deal. Just to kind of ward off teams because, like you said, there's, there, there, he's definitely going to be brought to the attention of, of certain teams of, of a certain level. And the fact that it's only a 12-month rolling contract, would it make them a little bit more enticed him a bit more to go after him because it's not as much to cut; it won't cost him as much as if he was on maybe a four or five year deal. You know exactly that. That's this like cause as as you said, he seems to be the the coach, the manager, the sport, the the director of football, the head coach. The but the, the club he, could crumble,
2: Terence, if he did if he decided to leave in the morning. Like you know,
4: because I mean? as yeah, you said, well, there like
2: he's run the whole club.
4: He's nearly down to. The, he's nearly been the psychologist at this stage. He seems to do. have done everything. <laughs> you know what I mean. And you, he's the one guy you'd be saying, okay, you you really don't want you, this guy. We have to make sure this guy stays because he he he's identified these guys. He's brought in all the, like. What is what's the likelihood of the Japanese of all the Japanese lads if 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 he was to leave at the end of the season? God forbid. <laughs> me, uh, just you know? just going
2: on um the Japanese lads there and I I was talking to Mark about it there um, during the week is the the Mida deal and I found it very interesting is that in his contract it's not uh, an option to buy in in the loan deal it's um, it's actually an obligation to buy so Celtic has to buy him at the end of the season and it's, it's practically a done deal that Mida's contract things are signed up and everything and he's fees all, of all been agreed, so I think when, at the end of the season, I think what it is now is that he'll automatically come uh, a Celtic player from right Mac.
0: That seems to be it. Paul, I, I, can you say that? I can remember people talking about that on Twitter and things like that when he when mm. first came in. I, I, I don't know why that's the kind of deal with but do maybe something today with balancing the books for free, fair, fair play regs and stuff, I don't know. Do you know mm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bit a strange one. Why they done that,
2: right enough? But I've never heard. Of, I've never heard of. Uh, I, I don't know about. Have you ever heard of this, like an, an obligation to buy in, in, in a deal
3: It's quite common in Europe, especially in places like Italy and Spain and these big deals. I, I don't know that the reason behind it. Like Mark says, it could there's a number of factors come into play, but they often do that on the continent, whereby they bring a player in on loan. And it's not an option to buy; it's an obligation to buy. So it safeguards the sort of the the, the selling club, if you like. Uh, for mm-hmm. me, it's just some sort of technicality or formality uh, that the Maeda deal wasn't a, you know, a three and a half, four and a half year deal. Um, but yeah, it, it does happen a lot on the continent. These deals whereby it's a, a six month loan with an obligation to buy. The end. Sometimes insert clauses with an obligation to buy after a certain amount of appearances. or I think it can also protect the club uh, in the sense that if something was to go wrong, if there was to be a nasty injury, that there is a clause in there whereby the, the obligation factor is taken out and he, he can go back to the club. But I always thought I was... I mean, Andrew's in the press this morning saying that he actually tried to get my Maeda um, at the start of the season he tried to bring him in at the start of the season but I think uh, Yokohama were a bit reluctant to let him
1: go but
2: yeah
3: I mean uh, with, with regards to that I think like I said ha- we don't see it often in Scotland we don't actually see it often in the UK but it's something that happens a lot on the continent
4: Sorry Barry can I ask Wait. you just a question on that side yep. on, on that one Barry the, the the reports were that they were worried that Maeda wouldn't be able to settle in Scotland because apparently he didn't settle the last time he was abroad in Europe you in
2: yeah. Portugal, at the front of he was in, in Portugal. Yeah.
4: Yeah. so I think they were saying that was one of the major things was he he found it hard to settle. The last thing, would that be a reason you think that that obligation to buy was in there in the event that Maeda says after six months, look, I I just find Scotland too hard to settle. It, it was could very well
3: be. Terms it could very well be because bear in mind as well, I mean I don't know his situation family wise, but it could be that he doesn't want to commit or, or they want to see where he goes. You know, I, I don't know if he's got children, if he's got a wife. You know, if they come over to the country for six months and they just find out, I'm sorry, you know, this isn't for us, that could be a factor. You've got to take your family into consideration. But, uh, I, I didn't actually know that myself, terms. But, yeah, I mean, if there
5: was yeah, a yeah, yeah. player in
3: the club that, you know, he might struggle to settle, in Scotland, or whether or whatever it may be, Or being away from Japan, then absolutely that could be a reason that that they would uh, include that clause in the contract.
2: Mm-hmm. Because I remember that Terence, that uh, day yeah. came out at the start that there was a fear that he mightn't settle because he's a young family and his wife is actually isn't in Scotland at the moment. She's actually still in Japan, so she's not here at the moment. So it, it's I, I could come down to the player as well, like but but Mark, like he's one player. That, that really excites me like I know he doesn't get many goals but I said that's not his game but his game is he doesn't stop like and he runs and when he runs Mark it's unbelievable pace that he's got oh, I think he, he's not even he, fully he's, fit uh, now
0: he's still just settling in as well Paul I mean in, in, I, I see he struggles with, see that kind of striker's instinct thing, like. I mean, is go he struggles with that, that's why I don't like him playing through the middle, Paul. I said earlier on with some of the stuff today, but I mean, he, he never stops, he really does, he runs constantly.
2: Videos, it was the the videos that he was under the, the wing. Aye, yeah, aye,
0: was, I mean, it was, was me out, out in the right, too, wasn't it, Paul? Yeah, yeah. see you know, what,
3: Paul, I think, you know what, I'll make a couple of points on the Japanese boys. First and foremost, with regards to what Perrin said there, you know, about and having concerns over settling and that, what I would say is he seems to play with a smile on his face and he seems to look like he's really enjoying it in Glasgow. You know, you've mm-hmm. seen it at the end of the game today. He's actually given a oh, to the Rangers fans. He was giving a bit to them, which was great to see. But also, I think we need to remember about both him and uh, Hitate, they've just played a full season in Japan.
2: Exactly. And now
3: they're after doing another six months. So, I know hatati has gone slightly off the boil, but these guys have, have put in, you know, almost o- over a year, you know, mm-hmm. up for eighteen months of, of a season without a break, and that's including they've got their international football in there as well. So, you know, with regards to, to, to their performance and where they're at and in settling into a country, I think we need to take that in consideration as well. They've actually played a full <laughs> season in the Japanese J League,
2: and we've that ourselves, uh, Barry, with um, how players could tire and affect and our game. Like Callum McGregor, uh, a couple of seasons back there, play, played a full season, and then he played the was with Scotland. Like, and you, you could see tiredness creeping into Carl McGregor's game throughout that season as well. I think he played. Um, what did he play? He, he played AC games or something like that. I think. Yeah, he, I mean, it
3: was one of the it was one of the longest streaks in European football. Yeah, I think yeah. But you, you know what? Without getting ahead of ourselves here, uh, you know, if hopefully we do. See the title through. One of the massive things will be the the players will get apart from the Scottish guys because they've got a full calendar in June. But these players will get a whole summer off. We'll not have to mm-hmm. worry about the Champions League qualifiers in mid July having roughly two to three weeks off. That's going to be a massive thing. For, mm-hmm. for our players to be able to get a good a good six, seven weeks rest in the summer before they go again. That's, as well as the, the the gold pot of gold that is the Champions League money. The fact that we'll be exactly. able to give these guys a rest is going to be huge, if you ask me.
2: But let's just talk about that, Mac. Like six points, clear, six games to go. We still have to bring them back to Parkhead. But I really... Considering how, how well we're playing, uh, Chris Boyd said it today. In, throw, in, it, throw, in in goal dif- throw in
0: the gold, the difference as yeah. well, Paul. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's just like another yeah. point, really. Uh,
2: to hear Chris Boyd say today that the league is over, the way he said the way Celtic are playing, he cannot see us slipping up, and he was probably swallowing vomit inside his mouth saying that I could see the smile on Stephen Petros's face when he was saying it today, like it was just a joy. But I can I, I can't see us, Mac. I really can't, you know, unless we, we turn up to a game very, very bad. But the way Ange has set up, I can't see Celtic players doing that. I remember back in January after the 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 Rangers game we were them three nil and we went up the top table. Tom Loderick said that we spent nearly a decade on top on top the table we still have players in this club who who know how to be on top and they know how to stay on top. And we've brought in more winners in Joe Hart, Vickers. We've brought in experienced players who themselves have won trophies throughout their careers. I just uh, can't see Joe it. Joe Hart, but
0: no. Uh, uh, Joe Hart, we've spoken about it before umpteen team times. For what he brings on the pitch... Mm-hmm. But well, mm-hmm. not got to slag him off about. Well, he about does perfect, man. Uh, but it's what he it brings to the team. <laughs> we're, to- we're just talking about McGregor stepping up to the role Into the captain's role. Joe Hart's just like another captain Without an armband kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Guys like that. what Joe Hart's doing. I really, really see. a few weeks ago. I'd have said I'd have maybe Joe Hart up for a running player. Not been a Scottish player of the year, but for Celtic's player of the year, I'd have maybe with Joe Hart in that mix as well, just for. Mm-hmm.
5: The that that calmness
0: and experience, uh, there Manu. really is. There really is. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Even is, is Ralston still? Could he still get like a Young Player of the Year award. Or is he too I old think, for
2: that? I like you could chalk Kyogo into a too, Mark, because only for his injury, he could have had plenty of more goals. Do, do, do you know what I mean? I was played the majority you know. of the season with Kyogo. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's yeah. just. And he, he was like one of a kind of big star signings, Paul. That was big because back yeah, in the day. He, I mean, see, if you want to compare it, it's maybe well, like Larson breaking his leg. Do you know what I mean? That well, kind yeah. of one of your big main star players getting that kind of injury. It's going to miss most of your season. And for again, for us to be where we are with Fookiel and the team, just again, it just shows you what Ange knows what he's doing, and the players understand it, and they're doing the job that they've been asked today. I don't think Ange is the type of manager that's expecting players to, to ask players questions that they can't. They can't answer. Do you know what I mean? He's not expecting players to be running about like your Messi and Ronaldo. So he just keeps them into that kind of their kind of comfort zone. And what
2: they do well, that's where he gets them to do well. Mhm. Back to
0: the question, though <laughs> Can you see us slipping up, now really No, I really can't. Yeah, no, No, I, yeah. I really can't see it now. I mean, even we could have came away with a draw today, and I'd mm-hmm. still be. Still be ninety nine point nine nine percent confident to win the league. This would be a, mm-hmm. a major, major disaster, for Paul, if he didn't win the league. We're mm-hmm. going on about That's when we're going when Ange came in. But Let's not forget yeah. we John we United Ireland. He said, didn't he
2: said he? "Aye,
0: yeah. and we laughed at him. We, kind of thing. Says so we'll, we'll just be happy with. Uh, will be happy with the league." Yeah, I, I I
2: remember clearly. He came on. He says, "We're going to win the Tribune and we were looking going. Was back? that
0: not just after we lost the hearts as well When they came on and said that Yeah, the first game
2: The first game, <laughs> <laughs> the first game. Well, no, We didn't even have a squad uh, that's,
0: you, sp- I tell you. that's what Buckfast is That's away, what Buckfast
2: is I've been able to be after a few Mark, But i tell you Drink, drink more John there Because you, you're, you're dead right And your predictions are <laughs> far huh, man You know I mean, uh, Terrence, I wonder if, I wonder if
0: it it? Price should have gone to the bookies for that after the first game can against Hearts.
2: I say he probably did. No, John no. <laughs> <laughs> but no, him he probably can't even find the receipt. I know. <laughs> uh, Terence just said, "Can you see us?" No. It
4: it it would go down as it would go down as a as a as a big shock if if they blew it now because with six games, what three or four of them are certainly going to be at home. You know, so it, it's it's and at the same time your the your closest rival is one of those games that you're playing at home. So it could mm-hmm. it, it depending depending on what way the the split goes, I'm sure they'll look at it and make sure that it's not Celtic at home to win the title against them. Um, but you know, I it, it look it there's St Johnson at home the next game. Then it's then it's the split. Obviously, you expect them to win St Johnson, then the split. And, you know what I mean? It's 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 well in their hands, Paul. I mean it's just a six point mm. six games. I mean I mean it would be a it would be a major disaster if they blew it from there,
2: like. I mean Barry like the 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 prize this year is, is unbelievable. Like forty million Champions League qualification. If there's any motive for Celtic now to kick on and get this league done, it's it's now, isn't
3: this? Yeah, I mean financially this is the biggest league title. In yeah. god knows how many years cuz when was the last time a scottish club got directly into the champions league for winning the league and everybody knew that at the start of the season you know the, the other side of glasgow and ourselves we all knew that this was a massive massive league title this year regardless about the the rebuilds and the things like that we knew everybody knew that this was an automatic was guaranteed with 40 million pounds you know, that safeguards you for for a long time. And, you know, this mm-hmm. has have a big impact on things like recruitment, uh, if we we're, were to be able to, to secure it. You know, you're looking at Cameron, Carter, vickers You know, we've spoke about at times, both of them, Vic, Cameron, Carter, Vic, and Yota might not be able to afford both of them, maybe you have to prioritise one of them. If we get the £40 million in, then yeah, absolutely, we can afford both of them, not a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like I say, the, the Champions League money will have a massive say on what markets we look at recruitment-wise. But, yeah, I mean, it's a a massive uh, carrot there dangled in front of us. We're in a fantastic position. Um, I still believe they'll drop points. I think the gap could get even bigger. I I, I think, without getting ahead of myself, I'm reluctant to do that. You can see at the end
2: of the game there today, Barry, that that was a a team, looking at them at the end of the, the, the game today, that's a team who have crumbled dejected,
3: heard for all I've heard for the past um, sort of two or three weeks, Paul, from the media, from fans phoning in to to radio stations, from people that I know that are Ranger supporters were, this is a must-win game for Rangers. They need Mm -hmm. to win this game. And even then, there's there's still what they saw ahead of them in terms of having to come to our bet, having to play games to another, you know, two games in Europe minimum. They see all these as obstacles that would stop them getting the league. They believe the draw today was still not good enough for them. However, we mm-hmm. got the victory. So they'll be dejected. The fans will be dejected. They might even look to try and prioritise the, the Europa League. They might even mm-hmm. try and prioritise that. But exactly,
2: you know, yeah. Again,
3: I'm reluctant to say it's over, but we're in a right good place and I'm feeling great about it tonight.
2: I say, get, get used to... I was wondering why they asked Paul Gascoigne to pay the, their so-called 55th anniversary, because they actually probably need Paul Gascoigne next season, because they'll have fuck-hard money to pay for players. So I think we can see Paul Gascoigne playing in a Rangers jersey next season, kicking some young Rangers fan, coming onto the pitch again. <laughs> what the state of his man uh, uh, Oh my God! I mean, in, oh my God, like, what? Has that man done to himself? Like, you know, addictions. Oh, oh man, no. I
0: mean, I mean, I'm not uh, sorry laughing and joking, but the guy's got serious problems. Let's yeah, not well, fucking be right. about the bush. You yeah. know what I mean?
3: Without doubt, it's, it's sad. It's sad to see him uh, being like that. To be perfectly honest with
2: you, you know, because I remember uh, his documentary was on Netflix, and and I, and I watched it. I watched like. You have to give it to him, Mark. Like, he was some player. Like, it it was the drink that was was his demons. Like, you know, it is sad the way he went. I think it was his
0: daftness, Paul. I think it was his daftness more than the drinking,
2: whatever. But But the English media do Mark, destroy him as well, though. And, like, they did with every kind of top talent that they had. You know? I think it was just he was hanging about with the the wrong crowd and everybody
0: was Letting him away with all these stupid pranks rather than kind of putting them yeah. taking them under his wing kinda of idea. But guys in you some knicker you need know to what about it. you know it's just in some state.
2: Yeah. And seriously, uh,
0: to be honest, he probably shouldn't even have be been playing in that game, Paul.
2: No. No. Like he could have he's got a banger there, Mark. Right? It's not being funny like but he could have, like, you know what I mean? You know? Uh, Mark just t- touched on something there that Michael said, uh, never mind the forty million. Like if we win the league, and, and Barry touched it as well, like like we'd have no qualification against these teams that we've struggled. No qualification. Well, it's huge this this season, Mark. Like, but usually we usually start with qualifiers,
0: like the big the first week in July, isn't it? Yeah. And the look at the states, we've been in all the early seasons with that. I mean, I can still remember some red imps and stuff like that. you know what I mean? But but this, I, I think it'll, it'll be September. I mean, it's all the uh, the group stages always start after the transfer window shuts, Paul. So that's yeah, August, August, yeah. the end of August, the thirty first. So we're into September before Celtic need to think about even playing any European football, and that's and that's a massive think, thing for us, really. Yeah, it is.
3: I think as well, guys. Going back over the years, um, our. Transfer recruitment has sometimes depended on Champions League. On minutes.
2: Champions League, so, so yeah, exactly. So you've exactly.
3: Either got a list of targets if you do get there and a list of targets if you don't get there. But b- because you have to qualify, it's like you, you cannot button on these targets until, like Mark says, the end of August, when you, whereas now you secure the league. We're in the Champions League. We can go to these targets with the guarantee of Champions League football. And that's a big carrot for a lot of players. Mm-hmm. They want to play... And, and not setting so
2: players either by then to balance the books either. Do you know what I mean? Because we last out this chance somebody...
3: So that's what i said, put on earlier by being the biggest you know, league mm-hmm. title in years, given the fact that we knew what was at stake before a ball was kicked.
0: No, I'm sure we buzzed... I said it earlier in the live chat there. I'm sure Buzz put up on the Two forum. Years, I, like Two that, the Next, three for three years, the winners of the Scottish League are going to get automatic entry to the Champions League. And I mean, really, the position we're in, the new plus the 40 million for next year, can you see Rangers where are they getting the money to even challenge us next season?
4: But, but Mark, it will so actually we, Celtic winning the title and getting 40 million could cripple Rangers
0: mm-hmm. definitely, cripple definitely, definitely, terms
4: because they're probably relying on this big time. There's a reason. There's a reason, obviously, they tried to get the likes of Ramsey and whoever else in. Like, if 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 Celtic go on and win the title and they're guaranteed forty million, that, that means, assuming the other Yahoo's don't do anything in Europe and in further in the Europe Europa League, they have to qualify. So all of a sudden, they have to find money. Like they they're still up to their excuse my French. They're still up to their tits in debt. Like, so like they're mm-hmm. ba- they're banking on this this forty million big time that it was. That
2: they were going the to the league. They they they, they could have a court case. Um, and see, to be honest as well, but maybe I think Mark, don't they? They,
0: they um, could have a court case. Coming down as well, can't uh, they? Ah, we canceling this Sydney Cup, aye. But see, see to mm-hmm. be honest. Wait, I mean, gee, if you were sitting there and you were the Rangers chairman or that Robertson guy or that, who were Celtic for at the beginning of the season, you would have you would have been quietly confident. I mean, we're talking about the mm-hmm. Joe just done, and now it's even better than we expected. How do you think these guys at Rangers are sitting thinking about Look at what they've done in the space of seven, eight, eight months Exactly,
2: Mac, what do, Mark?
0: If, a shoe, like, if a shoe was another fit th- and Rangers had imploded it gone for their 10-in-a-row kind of thing The way we did last mm-hmm. season So As a Celtic fan, you would have, you would have been confident Oh, they look at them, they're bringing us the Australian guy Or Tony Ralston's their only fallback We're, we're praising Celtic for? Rangers would have probably seen that as a plus for them and mm-hmm. bought, bought mm-hmm. into this. Oh, this guy's not going to be here by Christmas. This guy's a, be Australian. Do you get what I mean? So you can un- you can mm-hmm. understand it, what, what Rangers have done, but it's blew up big time in their face. yeah, Mike, you
2: could just see as well. I'm I delighted that about that. There, there was no money there enough for them to strengthen this season.
0: No, you I mean the, the, guys, the guys the guys they've signed they do not even get in the team. That Sands, where we see the day that
2: Sands. And then like he was out um, in a, in an Irish pub singing Chucky Allah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but there's a lot of their, there's a lot of their own fellas have pumped in money themselves personally. So for, all you know, for all we know they could have been given undisclosed personal loans to the club to keep them going, to keep mm-hmm. them going. You hear them? Oh, this fellas given X Y, and that fellas apparently given this amount of money. These guys might all have given it on the basis that look, we'll win the champ, we'll we'll qualify, we'll win the league, we we'll, and we'll be able to give you back your your Million or your 4 million or 5 million all of a sudden yeah, but that's again, what, the, 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 I was just
2: thinking there tense on that right does, does there come to a certain point then that these fellas that are pumping the money into that are, are actually not seeing no return that 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 would stop down the line that like we're not getting our fucking money back here
4: you know what I mean of course. It, has, it has to fall because I mean like with the greatest respect to whether it's Celtic or whether it's Rangers or whether it's some of these other teams or the two teams in particular it's not like in it's not like a Man city where your man can throw a billion and if if it works mm-hmm. it works, if it, it doesn't it doesn't. it's not like that in Scotland. So like it's like Mark said, if it was roles reversal there was certain fellas had pumped in money into into Celtic with the clearly, I won't say guarantee, but it it might have been a semi guarantee that look there's a good possibility we're gonna win the league and we'll give it back to at the end of the season. You know, I mean all of a sudden they might be turning around going, Okay, we have to sell him. We have to sell him, we have to sell him. Like what, like what Celtic would have had to done to balance the books with the the or the Bela or something, like that, you know what I mean? So it's great, mm-hmm. it's great, It's i less Fucking ram it though, one!
2: Yeah, <laughs> uh, of course. Today's victory was again was over overshadowed uh, by by fan violence. We saw broken glass thrown onto Joe Hart's uh, uh, box at at the start of the second half. Yasha had uh, bottles thrown at him when the Celtic fans were celebrating. There was bottles thrown at him. Uh, our physio David Frey, uh had to receive four stitches from a headroom after he came out at half time when there was a glass bottle thrown at him. Sorry, like this game is worldwide. Like we're trying to promote Scottish football at at the highest level. Like to get 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 more investors into. Into this college football, but if you're watching that today and you're seeing this tuggery uh, live and air and kids in the stadium and stuff like that, it's there it were shocking scenes today, and, and no need for throwing glass bottles or any anything onto the pitch, coins, whatever. But you mean, to, 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 to attack a backroom staff is, is, is shocking.
5: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
3: It's utterly disgusting and disgraceful, Paul. It's absolutely outrageous. Um, You know, like you said, to throw anything on a football park. uh, Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm not not over-exaggerating here. You're endangering people's lives. Thrown bottles, glass bottles onto the pitch. You know there was mm-hmm. there was a guy the the physio or, um, stuck in the head with a glass bottle. You know mm-hmm. that's it's not it's not over exaggerated to say that that could kill somebody. But what's going to happen? This is, this, is, this is where it needs to be clamped down. Somebody has to take a stand here. If it's a Scottish Football Association, whoever it may be, they need to take a stand because this is just utterly unacceptable. Like I say, to throw anything onto a football field is unacceptable. But when it's objects that threaten people's safety and, like I say, threaten people's lives, you have, to really, be you have to come down
2: hard. This could have been, like, if, if your heart hasn't sparked that glass there at the start of the second half, like a Rangers player could have slided in on on top of that glass, like you I know, mean, it just was endangering Celtic players, Mark. It was a dangering the, the Rangers uh, players as well. Like it, it was just totally unprofessional behaviour. D-
0: obviously, obviously they've not flung on a broken bottle. Do you know what I mean? It's obviously hot a post or a crossbar or something to smash. But ah, uh, total total scumbaggy that to do anything like that. Just I said on my oh, live chat, Paul, it would be easy enough to identify them. Yeah, but they it. haven't come out
2: yet, and I can condone uh, them.
0: So no, they've not even come out and apologised. I mean, that's, dis- that's disgusting. It really is that they've not no. done
3: that. Did any
0: of you Mikey's wanting a rant about this, Mike, uh, Paul. i am going to bring Michael through for Well, right, when you go, Barry. I was just going to say that I don't
3: know if you saw Van Bronx's interview uh, on the instant itself. They put it to him about the bottles being thrown on he was more concerned that it delayed the start of the game I don't mind Van Bronckhurst I think he's he's actually pretty honest in his assessment when he gets asked uh, about matches and and things like that however when they asked him he he was more concerned that it delayed the start of the game they just wanted to get going and it didn't help his side the fact that the game was delayed Mm -hmm. completely missed the point of of condemning what had happened he then mentioned about player safety but I don't think he really understood where the, the the interviewer was going with that. I think he yeah, wanted definitely. some sort of, you know, um, to pull up his own supporters. But no, he seemed well, more concerned.
2: that I mean, like, delayed the start of the game. Can can you no harm. Yeah. Sorry, Terence, so I just call, just throw one question yeah. to you. Like, it's actually it's actually no harm that they put down to the Sydney Cup because if you're going to have that tugri at home and and then bringing that that tugri abroad to a different country. It's just going to kill the whole effect of Scottish football.
4: Yeah, but it's it's just like uh, like Barry has said, Paul. I mean, well, like the question I'd be asking what are the, what are these stewards and and police and people mm-hmm. who they're doing? Like the Joe Hart one is a joke. This physio is a disgrace. Now the physios, where the, where the physio is, he's in front or pretty close to where the director's box is at. So some exactly. supporter, no, the, the, the snobby
0: seats, the snobby seats, and I mean they, yeah. they've got, think, I'm sure they're disabled, the se- de- they're disabled de- sections de- de- there de- as well. That's probably truest
2: part, probably Park will truest. What are you trying say, Paul? That hits the physio in the eye.
4: He's <laughs> he could lose an eye. Oh yeah, but like, was like the thing is,
2: like he was the- coming the- out for the second half, and and a, and it was trolling him but in the second know. Like that's
4: that's a disgrace. Like you could see, you could see coins. Just missing Jota from one of the corners and bottles, and, and the whole lot came flying down on him. The thing that, the other, and then as, when they're celebrating, there's probably twenty five. Yeah. Surely the gods. no one can tell me that a steward or a police guy there can't identify between twenty five fellas who's thrown the stuff like. She's that. So she's had been a, she's sad,
0: she's at Parkhead, Celtic Park, and a Celtic planet done that. The fat one, somebody down in the boot game was giving him a dig in the chin and pointing him out to stewards yeah. of the police.
2: But Matt, do you know what I couldn't understand all today? Like that, The amount of security guards and police then surrounding the Celtic fans, and, and there was no trouble out of us. No, well, but
0: that's mm. probably for their own protection as well, Paul.
2: i yeah. seen that
0: wee Abdul you know? guy as well jumping about. I thought uh, he was uh, meant to be banned for
2: for life. He was supposed to be banned. He's supposed to got a lifetime ban, yeah. he's there, yeah. Mikey? Nice. All right, Mikey, bud. Matt, Paul, Barry, Ter. Good to hear from
1: you,
2: Mikey. Welcome, Mikey. It's been a while, buddy. How are you feeling? I don't know. It's
1: better, mate, eh? working a lot. You know, man.
2: happy Sunday, Mikey, ain't it? Yeah, I feel mean, better that
1: I've not got work on that tomorrow. Um, i on here I'm for a, a moment, Mikey, Yeah. Sorry. Mikey, can you turn up your yeah?
2: volume a bit Yeah, I, I can't hear yeah. you. <laughs>
1: it's just because of what the the a bit low down. Can you hear us better now? Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, it was just basically going on about the bottle thing. If, um, that happened in most countries. The the manager had quite within his right to pull the players off the park for their own mm-hmm. safety. And I think it's up did, Joe, the did Joe country. Harlow
0: kind of signify? i yeah, said that to yeah, my he wife. Did, yeah. uh, he kind of said this happens, I'm just going off.
1: Yeah. Um, which obviously, he's quite within his right, but after it's obviously came out that the they felt like physio has been hit with a bottle now. Surely, and the fact that the that club have never even came out and condemned the actions mm-hmm. or says they're an investigation. I mean, they're the quickest club to release a statement ever. So the fact that they're still not, what, 20 past eight on Sunday, they're still it's not Christ. even... Like, in my opinion, like I, a lot of people say they want the fans back with that next thing, but I categorically, that's given me the authority to say again, that in the last home game against them a hundred percent they should be a I wouldn't against. mind them
2: in there, yeah. I wouldn't.
1: Like, that's, that's it done now, yeah. Like says said, we didn't need them in the stadium or that, uh eh? and that was proven again today. We're just uh like, guys, just, a,
2: they, just a They, cluster, they, they destroy the stadium, I say if they if if they were letting. They they destroy us. Like you have seen seeing like the photography of them today, like like that it was just I seeing these I know we we hear my... Celtic Park as well, Like, but all this secretary of singing, I think, needs to stop as well. Yeah, but that's what you I mean. Know? Even if you go into the other side forum, which I go on for a laugh sometimes, there's never another comment. Yeah, on. but there, there was people on that today, Mikey, saying that these fellas should be banned, that it's uncalled for it, they're giving us a bad name. Yeah, but know, if you're
1: talking about, like you the, 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 the song sheet was out so again, but yeah, like you said, we're not talking, like you a about one section that is singing in this push. No. Um, and, and I used to see what they, like, why would Celtic Football Club give them 700 tickets? Because absolute pandemonium in the stadium, where they're singing and they're just, let's face it, they're going to just, oh, we all
4: we'll, we'll know what they're going. Why would Celtic allow that? You know what I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I think Michael needs to it out and say it's a health and safety thing. They just need to say, look, from a health and safety point of view, our players were threatened and our, play- our physio was injured. From a health and safety point of view. We're not having Rangers fans in the ground we because we can't, they're not... Basically, they can't be trusted. They can't but have we seen it. in the
0: past, Terry I mean, from, from we've, seen, we've seen... Neil that, Lennon, yeah. We've seen Neil Lennon get attacked in a yeah. touchline. Nothing really happened. The guy yeah. got foot yeah. not guilty, not proven. Have, I mean, the fat guy that saw, ran on went, went for Scott Brown as well. Nothing ever happened yeah. to him about that. And for
2: me, well, this is going saw, to be the same
0: you, thing. Yeah.
2: Well, have we saw this year, them banning... Chris Sutton and Neil Lennon from Ibox saying that for their safety, but can we say, no, because for our fans' safety, we're not letting you into Celtic Park because of the scenes in Ibox in the last match.
1: If there was 100%, if there was an agreement between both clubs to allow 700 fans in each, that was totally broke the day after the bottle and
2: Oh, but those dogs, yeah. Huh?
1: It's and even, that. Where they had
2: us, even where they had us today, I thought it was a risk In between two sets of Rangers fans like that was a, I, I thought that positioning, where they had us today, was, was, was shocking but that, that's,
0: their, that's, where the, that's their normal away section, Paul If you're yeah, a Motherwell yeah. fan or a St Martin fan That's the corner that you get put in
2: I know, but do you not think we're open to an <laughs> attack there, though, Mac? Or like the way we are? Oh, They've
0: got lines of stewards in that kind of Oh, so we saw them today I know, the we, geez, You know, I, I mean, I see. I've said it before, but all this kicked off. Right, they locked us out once, we locked them out once, and then we could have, we should have kind of just caught it quits and went back to normal. But I don't go to games, Paul, and she's speaking to Mikey and guys like JFP and that. They're going to the games and they've says we don't want. But I'd prefer them not to be back in the stadium. Mm-hmm. So I have mm-hmm. went that kind of way. I'm backing Mikey and guys like JFP that just don't want them
1: in the stadium at all.
2: There's no in this Of course, man, this because chat. it's Sorry. the troubles that, that they're bringing down, Mikey, ain't this?
1: There's no way that there's anybody in this chat, especially with the way the supports went, that would want them at Celtic Park. There's guaranteed 100% nobody in here that wants 8,000 mm-hmm. or whatever they used to get in that stadium. Just keep it the way it is. Let hearts, hips, hearts, whoever it is, get their section. <coughs> Sorry. COVID, um,
0: COVID alert. COVID alert. <laughs> <laughs> Again, for a sixteenth time making you get COVID.
1: Yeah. There's just no way, like you say, they going to bring nothing, Nothing. like you say, it's just a toxic, disgusting atmosphere. Like, but,
2: like, we're going to talk about, about the board now, Mark, you know what I mean? Like, we, we obviously said, they came out and made a statement today that these things are up and down, we don't want this thing. But we want, the, like, the board now... Uh, Nicholson and, and Banker and all the, those those lads on the Celtic board we want action now for them today. Like, we should be sending a letter to the Scottish FA. It's like shouldn't. we shouldn't, you we shouldn't need to send to any letters, Paul. Yeah like, uh, but but we should though Cond- condone it well, so no we shouldn't have to but condemn it. the Scottish to punish them there. Oh,
0: yeah. I I, know, I can see where you're coming from but it should it shouldn't you come to that. Even at that the SPFL should have been out the night making a statement as well saying that they're investigating yeah. this and that and whatever and putting it into what, due process or whatever they call it.
2: came out. Mark, was the police and Nothing's come off from the Scarlet Sheff area. Nothing's come off from yeah, I see, that's during, just you know, like,
0: I mean, really, any, any club with a bit of class would have been straight on their social medias and that, kind of hammering that and put it saying it's not acceptable.
2: Well, Chris Sutton said today that if that was down in England, the the the, the English Premier League, the police and the club would have had that sort pitcher already. Who, who threw that glass? But they will have been from the club straight away. After, you know, that's you not know, like that in that, a live chat, doesn't it? Should because should should they get an outright banning their fans for the rest of the season? Eh, yes. uh,
0: I maybe, I maybe, maybe even you know, up just like it. Put your effort in, for their basis Singing yes, in that, and, start and, closed and let stands. All,
2: let, let their own fans then turn on this group that that are doing these stuff, Mark. Do you know what I mean?
0: I, you know, can't say it's a group. Um, a group as such, Paul. Do you know what I mean? sort I seen somebody on one of their forums earlier on, you know, about. No uh, problem with
2: them. My somebody, bl- somebody blamed <laughs>
0: it on that the union Bears and all that. Who, who's in the union Bears Fat my whip bread to throw something that for. Do you know what I mean? It's exactly. one like, like they there was a few incidents of coins and bo- empty gla- eh, plastic cups and that get through at the corner and that. But the broken bottle thing, that was the worst that one. That was too
2: far, Mark. Uh, it really far. does. And especially, Mark, targeting a backroom staff coming on to the. Not alone a backroom staff, but our medical department. You know I mean, targeting him. I didn't
0: know. I didn't know after the game like that that had happened, Paul. I
2: saw I was the pictures of it and everything. I saw the big, huge gash in his head and everything. Like it's, it's shocking. Like, but what what do you think should be done? Uh, I, I I don't know what what the the answer is. There
3: needs to be some hard action taken to. I mean, you talk about stadium bans and things like that, that would play right into their hands, because we all know yeah, that... Because they playing, play the best over yeah, because they play better when every time, don't they? <laughs> um, but, you know, on a serious note, this can't just be glossed over, it can't just be swept under the carpet. No. Like I say, it's going to take for something serious, seriously bad to happen, for, for action to be taken. like I say, I'm not over-exaggerating saying that, you should do some serious damage, you know? It was too fair mistakes. Barry. Like it was a step too far. Let's not underplay this. Being hit in the head of a, by a bottle, you can lose your life. So, mm-hmm. you know, somebody needs to do something about this. The, the SFA, the powers that be, they need to step up and, and realise that this is not acceptable. It's not acceptable for this to happen on a football field. Uh, players should be able to step on that field and feel 100% safe. And if that can't be guaranteed, I don't know what the answer is.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, Terrence? But the, the issue I have with it, Paul, as well, is that there was a serious issue today. The physio being hit by a bottle is a serious mm-hmm. issue.
2: The other problem mm-hmm. I
4: have is there's a bottle thrown from one side behind Joe Hart's goals. That's one. There's stuff thrown from another stand at the Celtic fans or at the Celtic supporters when they're, when they're celebrating at the end. That's another one. There's another bottle thrown further down towards the director's box where the dugout is by other fans. And then Jot is down at the far end the other end taking a corner and there's oh. coins and everything else being been pented at him. So it's not one incident and it's not one no, spot. Same it's, happening same happening throughout, terms, yeah. it's it's happening throughout it's like if that's that's from one end of the stadium to the other end of the stadium where stuff has been thrown. So
2: it's the be more the modern
0: technical stuff these guys are on camera. they should have been identified they should have been identified. And during that game, they should have been identified with the CCTV. The police are all there with their wee camera things on their jackets and things like that. And there's no reason that these guys aren't, they, aren't they going to
2: get caught.
4: But, Mark, they, 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 the one in particular where They go over with their own fans. As I said, there's probably 25 or 30 Rangers fans left there. Yeah, yeah. And they're, and they're throwing stuff. How can They, they stayed
2: for, stay for one reason yeah. only, Terrence, didn't they? Yeah.
4: yeah, but how can the stewards or the police that are there, because they're all on the Celtic fans not see the individual or individuals throwing that stuff. It's one thing if there's a 50,000 people there, that's bad enough. But you, like, if someone can tell me that you can't identify between 25 and 30 people who's throwing the stuff, then one, you need to go to Specsavers, or two, Stevie Wonder's doing the security. It's one or the other. Like.
0: And the other, the other fans need to step up as well. I mean, that is one yeah, thing about Celtic fans. Really the day Celtic fans you said, uh, kind of self-reaches about that. The
4: park might
2: be pointed out. Oh, you know? yeah. see if that
0: was at Celtic park, boy would have already been cracked in the chin and pointed well out? Do you know what I mean? That is one thing about the Celtic fans. The day we've, you always, said, we've always said the odd date to ourselves, we know that, but it turns is saying it's kind of a consistent thing. It's for every end of the stadium and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. it, it has, it's up to you, uh, decent Rangers fans to to root these guys out. I mean, you you go on the Rangers' form, I kind of sneak about on sometimes, and they're all at the dancing. They're sitting there with their, they're, games, sitting, Mark, yeah. they're, they're sitting there it, yeah. they're sitting there with their kids and their guys t- just basically blatantly taking coke, taking cocaine and that in front of the mm-hmm. kids, sitting in the seat at the stadium. Yeah, I,
2: I mean I yeah. don't
0: know. I've not been at Celtic Park for a long time now, but yeah, well,
2: I don't.
0: I don't know if that's on at Celtic Park, but I wouldn't like to think so in front of women and kids and that.
4: But Mark, if you mm. look at the if you look at the incidents to, to, to hit your point, in, if you look at the incident with Barry McCoy sent for Harts, the bottle was thrown at him with the orange or whatever it was in it. But in five minutes that fella was already he was pointed out and the following day he was suspended for life. So when Harts played Celtic there a couple of months ago and some fella thrown a bottle at Barry McCoy it was half full or something, the plastic the, bottle uh... or He was pointed out straight away by the fans and he was whipped out like that evening. That even in said they had identified him and he'd been banned for life. So like this is obviously the fans around him have all, all obviously gone. It's that gobshite right there, and the, he's gone and done this. It's like this, this, this thing was half the stadium were and stuff. Like you know mm-hmm. it was coming from it was coming from every, every, all these parts, and it's 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 absolute ridiculous. Like that it's allowed that it's, that mm-hmm. there's nothing. To I'm do just
2: it. Uh, I'm just delighted. Uh... Mikey, that they pulled out of the Sydney Cup because this, this tuggy would, would would follow over there as well and it'll just give the whole Scottish football a bad name as a whole. Is the... You is there, Mikey?
1: Of, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm just um, taking this in with the ball, so it's just that infuriating how dangerous it actually was. And mm-hmm. The three class balls on the pitch when the second half never been kicked
2: off did they not realise that their own players are playing on the pitch as well? Yeah, that's what I was saying, yeah. Not only were they endangering Celtic players, but they were endangering their own players as well. Like, with their driving, you're guaranteed that maybe they would go onto the grass.
1: I would you know? I, I would love for Scottish clubs to come out and ban away fans over the, over the fear of their safety and coming mm-hmm. into their own stadiums going forward for these last six games. But the SFA or whoever it is that's got to come out, they've got to put a, a stadium ban in for fans, and I don't know what stadium, what part of the stands would get shut. But there's got to be something drastic to happening. Like Barry said, he's played on like in big stadiums and that. What, did anybody see a picture in the Daily Record? By the way, I don't know really want to talk about them, but all the bottles that were found in the stadium, all the glass bottles.
2: Yes, it is. Yeah, hundreds, I saw it before on Twitter. Yeah,
1: glass bottles. Like I don't know how that. How because you, how is it? Obviously Den's What was the last that game? I mean, it was four-one. Mean Jonas for us the last game and um, there was zero no chance of us getting anything in there with the security that we got in there. Like there was no way we were sneaking in that, that many glass bottles. I just do not understand how hundreds of glass bottles could be smuggled into a stadium. Mm-hmm. And the first because like,
2: that- here like we're only an amateur league Terence and if you go into a, a league of all the match here Terrence, with a plastic bottle you have to it's take chic. the cock of the bottle off and give it to the stores. that like the cock doesn't matter how old you are they take the cock of the bottle off. And what Mikey is saying, they're like, how are they getting in these
0: glass uh, bottles? You, you see, um, you, well, you used to see people all the time, umpteen stories about women going to Celtic games and getting their bags and Because they were sneaking in snacks and snacks and ginger for the kids and that. It was too cool for them because they were in containers that you could use as uh, weapons, objects to throw. That was the excuse that the stewards were coming out with. They're says, where are they, How are they getting all these? Don't get us yeah. wrong. I used to do it. You no, know I mean I was the Vaude Bob brigade back then. But there is ways to get them in. But they're, they're, they're blatantly there. I'm saying they're, they're blatantly sitting, snorting cocaine in the stadium, yeah. sitting, drinking and stuff like that in front of kids and stuff. It's, uh, it's everybody's saying something needs to happen because they're getting they're, they're starting to bully the fellow Scotland again. That, I mean, mm-hmm. they're getting back that's to Neil Lennon, top. getting back to the guy known as Scott Brown coming in there. Back
2: again, Mark, again, coming back again, this,
0: and it needs, it, needs to nipped, it needs to be napped. It needs to be napped in the bud before somebody gets really, really hurt. But I that's
4: just, coming from the top, Mark. That's, the, yeah. that's coming from, from their their chief executive and their board of directors and whatever it They're the people that have to set the standard, and if they're allowing these individuals in, and if they're allowing this behaviour to go. Because if you're if you're any fella that's involved in the Rangers board and you're looking at those incidents today, your question is first to the head of security. Excuse me, how 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 are they allowed how are you how are you allowed in hundred and twenty glass bottles or fifty glass bottles or whatever it's mm-hmm. who 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 have you caught for throwing that bottle? Who have you caught for throwing that? Who have you caught for throwing that? The problem is if the powers to be at Rangers don't give a shit about it. It it'll just as I said, shit flows downhill like and it's clearly flowing downhill into that crowd. crown. Ground anyway with all them, you know, and they obviously clearly don't care if that behavior's gone on Mark in in the stadium, and that, that's that's yep. the problem. Like, but what you okay, expect? Like,
2: like, right. like when 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 their own board of directors have this hatred within themselves. Do you get me? If they're not going to come yeah. out and do nothing, and I just, like you said, if they're going to let them get away with it, it's going to continue. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, through What Mark said. this fella Abdul was Supposed to be a, a lifetime ban, Mark. and there was he playing in, in the stadium. If Rangers cracked in Jack. If Rangers cracked in in this poll, they wouldn't have any support. Yeah, you said that before to me, Mark, that if they started banning these fellas, the, the support will turn on the board.
0: But it's happening with all that stuff the other week with Dave King and that clan in 1872 or whatever they're called, yeah. and that's that is basically what it is. It's, it's even getting back to like 2012 with our liquidation and that. i so were all coming out, of oh, Scotland needs a Rangers. Scotland need, do you get what I mean? And, for that, and for they've got back up into the top league, it's the poison and the venoms just get worse and worse as the mm-hmm. months have rolled exactly. by. And they just seem to get, they just seem to get away with it all the time. mm mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. Mikey, just back to the football, uh, you you've said it to us when we signed him that he's going to be some player for Celtic and uh, and we've seen this since he's returned from injury in January and we see the shift he's putting in week in week off the club but GK Marcus, Mikey, is, is is turning to be some player for Celtic at the moment, isn't he? I
1: thought you were talking about Greg Taylor there but uh, um, GK <laughs> <laughs> Marcus, is. Um, I mean, he would be a nightmare to play against uh, mm-hmm. how irritating would he be? Like, he kinda of went under the radar the other day for me how good that performance was with him. Mm-hmm. Like the way that he went about his business and that's what I mean, that's what the difference between strikers and forwards. He didn't always need to be scoring goals to be effective in a game. And just what he the way he roughed up the their back line today. The he they, did, they, yeah, without doubt. They didn't really know how to to play it. Cause it's, it's been a while since, like I said, it's going back like he's an older day striker, is he? You do not mm-hmm. see many of them in like way, like Sutton and Hartston type, that just bowl and ball their way about the pitch, basically. But mm-hmm. so, well, now he's adding goals to his game as well. Okay, he never scored a day, but...
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Barry is is the team too, with um, Andrew's system, that if our strikers aren't scoring, we, we have players within the squad who chip in with goals, like Rajek, Abada. Yasa O'Reilly chips in. Hayasa hits it. There, there, there seems to be goal scorers all around the first team now. You know we're not relying on one person like Edward We did last couple of seasons. We have goal scores within the squad. Yeah, I, I think that's
3: vital for for the Celtic squad, Paul, because mm-hmm. you you can't become too reliant on your strikers because as we've Experienced earlier in the season That there's been chunks of the season Where we've not had strikers available to us mm-hmm. And we've had to play a bada through the middle But the, like you said there The the threats that we have And the goal scoring threats From Yota to Abada, You know McGregor it's, Chipped in, right, in, right, me, just in Turnbull earlier in the season Would do And that is a good thing The fact that we know now, for strikers, are maybe not quite at the races, or they're maybe not quite, they're going through a wee bit of a tougher time. We've got threats right throughout the park. You know, even Tony Ralston's chipped in with few mm-hmm. this season. Juranovic has hit a few penalties. Carter Vickers has got, you know, I think that was his fourth goal this season. So, we are a threat from all over the park, and I think that's been a massive part of the success this season. If you look at the other side of the city, they've kind of been pretty heavily reliant on... Oh, Raleigh Raleigh. For a lot of yeah. their goals... And, uh, you know, it's been a criticism from their own fans that you know, the, the goals haven't been spread throughout the squad. The same can't be said for the Celtic squad. Like I say, Abada, he must have 13 or 14 goals. Lukiogo, you know, before he uh, went out injured, you've got Yota that's chipped in with a good few as well. Like I say, our threat and goal scoring comes right throughout the, the team. And that's a massive plus for any mm-hmm. squad.
2: Mark, just going back to something Barry touched in there. Uh, even Ralston has, has uh, t- touched in this season on goals. Like how important is his goal in the dying moments against Ross County? No. Oh, it was
0: pretty vital looking back at, well, but it was vital at the time yeah. as well. But it's one of the games Paul, that But but look back on it, it, could have been something that's yeah. kind of swung the title and we favour. favoured. You know what I mean? At the time we were, it was really important. But in the bigger picture, it's going to prove out to be probably more important.
2: You know, like it's it's frightening, Mark, to to see a team. Like any, any team that has Goal trips, uh All over All of the, 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 the side
0: isn't it? Well, That's mm-hmm. to that's You're a good team I mean,
2: remember talking mm-hmm.
0: Earlier on About how long We've played Without Kyogo One of our Star signings yeah. For the summer And what he done While he was fitting We've still Got six points Clear Paul Without mm-hmm. well, Obviously no Without Kyogo Earlier on in the season But since he's been Injured We've pulled it back
2: Pulled it back And worked away And got to the top Of the league mm-hmm. But not just the goals, Terence, on the opposite side. You know, how our, our defence and Joe Hart have just settled. I think, like I know it's important for the the, the titles to get the goals and stuff like that, but, but we even seem settled now at, at set pieces, you know what I mean? We're
4: we're yes. just more balanced
2: well, at that, at that backline, aren't we?
4: Well, if you ask any of the leads on here, any week to pick, to pick the Celtic side the, the back the back five is always the same it's always mm-hmm. and that's the one that really really will mess about with it it's always Hart centre-backs Starfield and Vickers Taylor Uranovic or maybe if one of them is carrying a knock um, Ralston comes in but it's pretty, that's pretty much set in stone and McGregor's in front of them and then it's after that that it might that it might vary but like it's it, 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 it's it's they've they've been so consistent. They've got a good understanding of each other. They've got a, the two centre backs have got a good understanding of each other. Good good partnerships going. But on top of that, they're they're like they're all playing really good good football. Yeah, I mean, today, yeah. Today, and I would have, I would have certainly not been one of his biggest fans by any stretch of the imagination. So I apologise to Mikey Mikey now before we go on. But Greg Taylor has just got better and better and better as the even come on without, doubt. You know, he's had, he's, okay, without okay, doubt he might have he, he might have had a poor game against Bodo Lane, but listen there's been plenty of players that have had poor games here and there but I thought today he was absolutely fantastic till he went off I, 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 Mark, I, you Marks, remember, I, I thought Djanovic was the weakest of the four today not the weakest but he didn't you know he, he was probably the one that didn't play to the normal level that you expect him but I thought, I thought the boys at the back are so so solid it's unbelievable
2: Mark you remember we did um, the podcast uh, on Taylor when yourself in turns decided to have a, a, an old giggle throughout the whole podcast because I was called, what was I calling him? Big.
0: Craig. Craig. <laughs> I
2: was calling him Craig. So it's Craig. But, like, looking back when we did that podcast, like, you can see everything that we were saying, like, how how actually improved and he's just getting better and better each day. Like, and, and you're, you're talking about how, how Radisson has improved on the thing like, like, I at the start was saying that Taylor wasn't used to Andrew's system, but like, he's one player, Mark, who was bought into Andrew's system as well, hasn't he?
0: Oh, he seems to have anyway. Just, he's, he's but again, with Ralston, maybe Ralston had probably clicked a wee bit quicker than him, but over, over the season, and that Taylor for me is as much improved as Ralston has in the kind of tactical sense of what Andrew wants him to do on the park. I mean, he's, mm-hmm. I always say, he's a good defender. He wasn't that hot going forward, I've kind of playing a kind of wing-back role, but he's even doing a lot, a lot better than that as well. I oh, thought, look, don't see, the man, one
2: of the, he one the day... He wasn't pushing up. See,
0: what, one, one of the days there was one of the day that the got played through to I mean, him and see if it just took a bit of a better bounce, he had a clear shot at goal. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: And that just yeah, shows you how... Aye, like aye. That
2: we haven't seen Taylor, because that was the one thing I think we were criticizing was his ability to get above the wingers to get above Yata, provide that space for Yata. but now he's doing that like he's getting the ball he's creating the space and he's even getting chances himself like I'd love to see him get a goal uh, I'd like to see him get a couple of, of goals, goals before the man. season yeah, ends oh. yeah he deserves it but Barry just touched on on the defence and it's something that, that I've noticed and I, I spoke to him about Mark as well that we seem to be conceding less more goals at set pieces. You know, do you think that's something that Ange saw? Oh, on in Celtic, and now he's been looking at how we'd, we like today. I actually saw me that cleared the line off the ball, so he's actually seen that we don't have none in the post. Did Ange rectify that? Put something on the post? I you know what, Paul? I'm still
3: not convinced of us at set pieces. I have seen things today that I didn't like. At all uh, I've seen a couple of free kicks Whereby Goldson wasn't even picked up mm-hmm. So I, I still think It's something that we need to work on Yet yeah, you're absolutely right In what you're saying We haven't conceded From set pieces But there's, I think for me There's still a lot of work I, I just I can't for the life of me Understand why We don't just go man for man Why we don't pair mm-hmm. up And say right Starfelt You pick up again, Carter Vickers You pick up Goldson Jack and Marcus, Ari, you know, just go man for man because, like big players a, pick up
2: the big men uh, it, I mean, it, it, it's,
3: it's, it's, that's happened since time began, since football began. You go up against your man, you don't allow him to score. I couldn't believe my eyes in the first half when they had a free kick on the right-hand side and Connor Golson standing at the back post unmarked and guess what? When that ball came in, it was right on his head and he headed it back across the, the goal. So, for me, there's still work to be done there, Paul. I like to say, I'm glad we're not conceding but there's still flaws in that system. Has there been some
2: improvements, or like, have you seen some improvements? The, the in The improvement way? improvement
3: has been we've not been conceding from them, Paul. Yeah. That's been the improvement. However, like I say, I still think there's work to be done. I still think we could do better in terms of matching up man for man. Yeah, that's unfortunately, definitely... Unfortunately, you know, a lot of the goals we've we'll done since... But,
2: uh, but that's, lost. But that's the, the whole effect of... Um, and I, I'm certainly not a fan of this. I know Mark is, and Terence is not, in, like Zonal marking it must be the worst defensive play in the modern football today. Like you know, like it's no it just, benefit to any defender. It
3: just doesn't work for me. So if, no, no matter what team employs it, Zonal marking does not work. You need to go up man for man. You need to. It's very simple. I mean, like I say, that this I don't know if people will call it old-fashioned, but since time began since football began that was the way he defended you know okay times have moved on modern football what have you but there's still some basics and some principles that don't have to change and for me when it comes to defending set pieces defending corners free kicks that's a fundamental As so you go man for man and you've still got an overload of players whereby you can't put players in certain positions like like people have them, you put them on a post put someone in the front uh, six yard area and for any ball that's a hit but yeah, for, for me, I'd still like to see it worked on. To be honest, because like I say, I have seen in games we've not been punished for it, but I have seen some some flaws in that system.
2: Oh, but Mikey Stobbsy is saying there on the live chat, and, and it's something that we spoke about as well. And I just want to talk to you that, like the house of Joe Hart, like he should be coming out punching balls or kind of claiming balls a bit more often if they're in around his area as well, should not they?
1: Yeah, but that's, like there's certain goalkeepers that—that's just not their forte. Eh? Mm-hmm. So, no, even, like when Fraser Foster and that came out, he's come out and punch a lot. But Different
2: keepers, yeah,
1: yeah. Also, but, but ten foot. So Joe Hart. Uh, Joe Hart's never been a goalkeeper. say that Joe, Joe Hart's never been a goalkeeper that I've seen ever come out in, like, yeah. and like be too. No.
2: Hang like, but I mean. He's a uh, shot stopper, Mickey Inti. That's what yeah. he is. You know, he's a shot stopper, and that's. But well, again,
1: like the reason that Guardiola and that got rid of Joe Hart is because he says that he couldn't play with his feet and this, that, and next thing. And from what I've seen, based the way that Andrew got him playing, I think this is the first time and he's been given a chance to play like that. He doesn't know like he's ever too much under pressure as well. Eh? Mm-hmm. Which is also today,
2: Mark in, in, in the game as well today, and I know we spoke about it in joy, but, but today was the. Kind of the one time I saw on the Anjum that Celtic were throwing out the tackles today, they they were in Rangers' faces, and, and we were giving it to them what they give to us in the past. Like we won that uh, battle. Uh, of
0: uh, two, today, I that too many teams we lost the battle in midfield, Paul. And I think mm-hmm. I think although he scored their goal early on, I think Van Bronco probably made a mistake playing Ramsey because. That kind oh, of physical do, battling. Apart from his goal, he done nothing, practice. aye. Yeah, and I think that, I think that, I think that helped Celtic to, to, to dominate the midfield. Have we have been out muscled and out fought with them too often, Paul, over the last mm-hmm. couple of years. That's why we lost lost games to them. But there was no sign of that at all today. The there really wasn't no.
2: But that's why, Top Mac, like, what was their different approach by by Ange today? Like, you know, what I mean, that he wanted them to be. Like, I knew today that we weren't going to, and I said it to you, Mark, that we weren't going to control that game the way we did at Parkhead. Like I, I said, we'll go, I, I had a fear that Rangers would come out and attack us. But, but other than what Barry and Terrence was saying, like, they had most possession, but they did nothing with this bar. A few shots that were outside the box that aren't going to trouble the keeper, like Joe Hart. And the foul's come today proved that Celtic were
0: more, more physical than Rangers today. You no, know? that's what's and been, that been missing. Clean. That's what's been missing for the yeah, last few Paul. Obviously, apart mm-hmm. from what at Celtic Park earlier on, but that was hit, Paul. We didn't get out muscled and out fought in the midfield. Oh, mm-hmm. and you could yeah, see even clean. when they brought on uh, Arfield. I mean, you could you could see the kind of difference in their team when Arfield came on because he was a bit more. He's a bit more that kind of physical player. He's not a great footballer, mm-hmm. but. He's good at mixing up the physical side of things, and that's you could see the kind of difference. And and their their teams when that happened.
2: like mm-hmm. Mikey, I asked the lads um, before we go on, and I I say it yourself, like is, is that it? Do you think is that done now? The the league is coming back to, to Celtic Park, and Glasgow will be green and again. Yeah, well, like I say, the like I said on the
1: chat earlier. They kind of play in front of their own fans, eh? It says the bottles crashed again. The one that sees no, it, it a, season, a, season, a COVID season, eh? Should they start star beside it anyway? So I I like uh, I don't know if it was I think it was Barry that maybe said earlier. They will drop more points. Between now and mm-hmm. the end of the season, eh, the end of that season. They were they were they were gone, eh? Like they've got to go away to Portugal on Thursday. Then on Sunday they've got to go away to St Merton. I wouldn't mean, be surprised if they get beat on Thursday and then drop points on Sunday. But when mm-hmm. they play on Sunday, Celtic will hopefully be nine points clear and nearly a twenty twenty goal. And they
2: have their return like then against Braga, the following terms And then is is it that is it that uh, the Scars Cup semi-final then the Sunday after that? That's right, yeah.
1: So you know, like I say, they're getting a wee bit of what we got on the uh, when we got to Seville. The amount like of, the of, games of playing that. Uh,
2: the joy of it like that. I mean, currents like, like that, we could crumble ranges whole season in the month of April. You know, the the
4: joys of oh, yeah, Celtic
2: doing that is unbelievable, yeah. isn't it?
4: Oh yeah, listen, Paul. When they're down, when they're down this time, make sure they stay down. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. Just exactly. Basically, when, when they're when they're when they're on, when they're underneath, like they're on their knees now, put them on their head. Just basically, just bury them. That's the simplest way to do it. Just bury them and make it as painful as possible. Like it, mm-hmm. it couldn't happen to a nicer shower. It really couldn't. And it's Celtic's chance to just literally stick it to them and stick, it big them, and go mm-hmm. on win the title, and then put one over them in the, in the cup semi final, and then go on and hopefully win a treble. But it's, mm-hmm. it's it's there. It's there for Celtic. They're, they're, listen, they're. They're 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 probably going to fear Celtic now, Paul, because Celtic's tails are well and truly up. they have thrown everything yeah. at Celtic today. It still couldn't get they still couldn't get a result, you know? They still and couldn't they, get a result. It's a massive,
0: massive psychological boost in it, Terms. Exactly. Exactly. It's,
4: it's exactly. It's huge, it's huge. Because it's it's the table's turn where the period was where Celtic were were struggling home and away and they couldn't really they couldn't really buy a result against them. Now all of a sudden it's like like Like, after three minutes they score, they're probably going off. And, like, I mean, when I was watching in the pub with all the boys, everyone, you're like, oh, shit, because the stats are like they've only one team in the last 20 or something have have come back from whoever scored the first goal has normally won the game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They'll be there this evening and they'll be completely shell-shocked. They'll be going, fuck it, what, where do we go from here, like? And it's Mm -hmm. it's only up and up and up for Celtic, but Celtic need to just keep going as I said as uh, Mikey was saying there win go nine points ahead put the pressure because the likes of St. Mirren are playing for to, playing for top six place as well
2: yeah yeah. so they have some,
4: they have something they have something to play for do you know what I mean and so it's
2: be honest I like and, the way is, is it Robson now has gone to them as well Mark I think the fellow Robson didn't he did he take over St. Mirren didn't he he was at Motherwell before wasn't he aye, Rob Rob
0: Roberts Rob, Robinson
2: yeah I like aye. him actually I like the way he, he actually has St. Mirren playing a bit of football like something that, that Rangers don't like but Barry the thing about about this as well that lads are going about the, the psychological effect but another thing too is that our squad now is is big and, and strength and depth like and could could put out totally different players to the semi-final today like and that could put up a different challenge to Rangers as well because they don't know who they're going to be playing up against and our squad is so big
3: yeah, well, I mean, we've got options now, and that's the yeah. thing, and like we've we touched on earlier. It's it's now a case of if if a player does come in to replace one of our uh, starters, we're not weakened. And and think James no. mentioned that earlier earlier in the season. That would have been a big issue if we'd have lost a certain player in a certain position. Uh, there wasn't really anybody or, or not someone of equal quality that could come and replace him. We are now in a position, like we pitched on earlier, uh, today's match, You know, Rogic comes off, O'Reilly replaces him. O'Reilly, unfortunately, picks up a heavy knock and Pumble comes in for him. We didn't have yeah. that, uh, you know, th- th- that fortune earlier in the season, but we're in that now. But, you know, this result today, it leaves us in a great place for, for the rest of the season. Huge. You know, We just need to remain focused. I'm pretty Confident that Angel Have the guys Fully focused Not getting ahead of themselves Not getting carried away It's another big game mate. I know people Turn and say St John's Second bottom of the table Fighting for their They need points Barry
2: but, I actually Be to be playing big
3: game.
2: Yeah, big game I be far to be playing Teams Barry In the wrong The middle Or In the wrong The top Because The teams well, Down the bottom no, Are, are tougher no games there, Aren't they There
3: is no easy games Because from 10, No there's 10 not
2: To, no. to
3: fourth Everybody's there's got there's a chance To get in that top six. You know, so, yeah. um, so yeah, uh, one game at a time. We need to go and get the get the three points against St Johnston. The next following week, we've got uh, Rangers in the semi final. They'll be coming off uh, a game on Thursday night against Braga. Again, I would make us favourites for that. And and you know something, you know, I would just hope now we can see it through at the end and be celebrating as champions of Scotland again.
2: Mm-hmm. And Mark, of course, it we uh, he wasn't in the squad today and. Everyone was trying the Scott, but he will be back for the running, and, and it's a big, massive boost to have him back as well is Kyogre.
0: I suppose, as I said earlier, it's like bringing back one of your staff players. I mean, the way he was playing earlier in the season, and he's miss, then he's missed the majority of the season, to be honest about I it. I want to
2: see himself and me that together. Right. I just want to see two there. Yeah, Mikey and says, and Hayase.
0: But <laughs> I mean, it's Mikey's saying there in the chat, what a player to come back it. Then, yeah. you know what I mean six, seven massive games
2: to fact. go. It's massive to have him Kyogre, back in the run. And I could actually go on by what we were saying there that Celtic players were were putting in the tackles there, I think maybe Ange maybe didn't put Kyogo in the squad there, Mark, to protect him because he was just back from injury, do you think?
0: I was surprised that he wasn't in the bench to be honest, Paul. I thought he would have been mm-hmm. on the bench and maybe Maybe i have get the last ten minutes, quarter of an hour or something like that. But mm-hmm. obviously, it he wasn't. Was uh, um, <coughs> oh, obviously he wasn't quite, really quite there yet. But I mean, you're talking about the team that's going to be playing the Scottish Cup against him. There, Kyogo, you're adding in Kyogo, one of the best players yeah. in Scotland for what we've seen so far for him this season. so as it it's a big, big us for us. We're trying to shut the season out. See the season
2: out. You know, like to be going into the season and. Like the only injury we have considering, like, we were dropping like flies, Mark, uh, at the start of the season, and how Celtic and, and you touched it there as well like, how we we were still getting the results with a so Stream squad at the start of the season when we had all these injuries. Like, we went through a period when we'd no Roderick, we'd no Karen McGregor, we had no midfield, do you know what I mean? And, no, we have all our players back, bar uh, James Forrest.
0: Players, obviously, but, players are getting used to Angie's training yeah, system. I mean, Angie, yeah, Anc- said that, Anc- that, Anc- yeah. this himself, didn't he? This was kind of normal. Players picking up injuries with yeah. hamstrings and such and that. So, but obviously, the players have got over Taylor, that.
2: Taylor, like what, what we were touching on, Taylor, you could see, you could see his fitness Mark, as, is is unbelievable. Like, I mean, like how, and I even think he's got a bit more blockier. Oh, he's definitely my uh, he's
0: bulked up yeah. by definitely Taylor has
2: You know um out oh, of the lot lads that, that we're speaking of and uh, and what what you think like who is it important the Celtic to get signed up and get the deal done? Uh, for me I think it has to be Vickers. I think he's one player that Celtic need to get all over the line. Uh, Barry, come to you.
3: Yeah, for me, a hundred percent. I say I, I don't hold back. He's my Scottish player of the year, Cameron Carter-Vickers. I think he's been hugely important for us. Um, you know what? I'd love to get Yotta, uh signed Ooh. up as well. I, I don't, I don't know. It all depends what interest there is from other clubs for both players. But I do think there is some sort of agreement that uh, you know the, there's a price being met um, with regards to the loan deal making them permanent. Uh, I'd love to get them both signed up, but for me, the more important one out of the two would be Cameron Carter-Vickers.
2: And even with Champions League as well, Barry, like like these players would probably want to stay Celtic and experience Champions League in the group stages. But well, you know? I mean, this
3: is the thing as well, you know, okay, yeah, huge. other teams come in, and, and but sometimes you need to realise what's on your doorstep. And, you know, the, these guys are playing week in, week out, they're getting the taste of football, they're competing for trophies, they're competing in Europe. And like I say, Champions League is a massive in uh, mm-hmm. dangling from any player. It's where all players want to play their football, they want to experience Champions League football. So to have that secured could be a massive swing in our favour for securing both players. Mm-hmm.
2: Terence, yourself?
4: Uh, I'd be the same it's it's Vickers I said it myself here a couple of weeks Mm. ago if you had to choose between one it it would be Vickers all day because he's been he's been like like Barry said he's been he's been absolutely sensational like me I saw stats that said he's played the of of the seven loan deals he's had he's played the most amount of games with Celtic
2: so Mm -hmm. and I think he's probably played the best football as well Terrence you know he has
4: and look and and Mark had said it here a while back Paul. the bottom line is it's up to the players. There's the the, there's the the term the stuff is in a sense is is agreed. The price is agreed. If Celtic say yeah we want Vickers to stay, we want Jatta to stay, it's in the players it's in the players' court. If the players want to stay and they can agree to the personal terms, they they can stay. But if they decide that they want to go, there's nothing Celtic can do. But hopefully it's not the case. And I like Barry said, ideally Celtic can sign both players. It would be brilliant. But Champions League, we we can secure Champions League football. It's the it's the highest level that they're going to play at. You know what I mean? It's club football, so exactly they're going to put it back on the stage. Sorry, defensive.
2: You want to go on? Sorry, oh, go on. I was just going. To, I was just
4: yeah, going Mark,
2: to say you, going to you always they're said just Mark When Mark, when we spoke about loan deals, you always said, uh in your opinion, like a loan deal has to improve what's already there." And certainly like even if we go back to last season's mark on under the Neil Lennon, Vickers is a vastly improving what we actually had in this defensive line over the last couple of years. A
0: hundred percent, Paul. I totally agree with Terrence and Barry for me ccvs that's the main he's even with who we're looking at to bring in to outside the New Paul, for me, Celtic's mm-hmm. main priority is to get Cam, Cam Vickers signed up my long term deal.
2: Because, Mark, you look at it like if, if we want to buy in a player similar to Vickers and, and who's performed really, really well, we're going to be paying a lot more than six million.
0: And it's a gamble, Paul. Yeah. Every yeah. sign is a gamble. Look at Barkas. You know what I mean? So we might yeah. identify a player that, that we thinks going to be better than Carter Vickers if he wants to leave. But... When he comes in, anything can happen. Do you know what I mean? With Carter he, Vickers, we, he, got we know what we're getting. We know they can perform for us, and we know the levels that they can perform for us
2: at. I think the same, well, yeah, exactly. You know, you know, I think as well. The thing about about Vickers' mark is that he 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 has the physique for for the Scottish football. He's built for the Scottish football. He can take that roughness of the Scottish football, and. A lot of centre backs can't do that, and that's the risk I think Celtic would be taking if if we if we decide to go somewhere else to, to, to sign a centre back.
0: Ah, oh, it's, it's just just seems to be tailor made for the old game. I mean, he's quick, he's powerful. And he did, I mean, but compare him to Julian, getting bullied about parks and that. That's yeah. not going to help with Carter Vickers or even Starfield, really. Mhm. Um,
1: Mickey, yourself? Well, I was speaking to Mark on. In. Probably no popular choice, but I, I wouldn't have lost too much sleep if we never seen Jota. And um, mm-hmm. Carter Vickers, on the other hand, he's one hundred percent got to stay. But like you said, I did, when Kai o, when Kaiogo back, and I just like you know, when Abadas playing that as well. I'm just I'm not one hundred percent convinced by Jota yet. Like even in the day game, well, I
2: can't, I can't wait, wait to see. I can't wait to see um, and, and Meida together and Hayashi and then we'd rest McGregor, and then we'd bring in Gucci, like, that's gonna be some... <laughs> no, but, uh, like, It'll going to be back,
1: some Just going back to Jota. And that, like, says, what it he,
2: would he's... do, like, like, just to see, those two lads playing together, Mikey, like, me and, and, and Kyogo, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah like I say, but, um, like you say, if, if it was a choice of one or the other, then, obviously 100% Carter Vickers, but, Jota's did well since he's been at Celtic, like, but, he's just a bit too soft for to me, like, uh, like, he, even the mm-hmm. day, mm-hmm. he would never ever pinpoint anybody when the team that had a bad game. Everybody played reasonably well, but yeah, like you say, uh, if, if he doesn't know what no, is two actually
2: just, just 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 touching on on Yasa, uh, and the difference between him, Miyida, and Abada is I see, Abada and Miyida always tackling back and always going in for tackles, uh, Mark Yasa doesn't seem to be that player who who would. Throw his leg into attacking and I noticed that a lot about, him, especially today. Oh, it doesn't
0: really track back that either. He helped no. the defender, it, he doesn't
2: No, and I think that's what happened for their first goal is Yasser wasn't tracking back yet either, and that hence fucking Ivanovic got caught in the inside, you know. And I think that's what killed Ivanovic uh, today, Mark, because when the bad is playing, there's like two people going forward and there's two people coming back. You know, and and Yasser doesn't give that's a uh, that option for it. You know,
0: and I think. That's I mean, but when you're St Paul, remember we were all looking into him and that, and people a lot of, a lot of the reports, even like the scouty guys with the stats on Twitter and that, were saying it's his. It was like his final decision making, and, and see what Mikey's saying. I can I can see where Mikey's coming from. You to, I mean, he's a bit he's. I don't. It's a bit hot and cold, really. If you want to break it down into these things, I mean. Sometimes he can be unplayable in other games. He doesn't really seem to do that much, yeah. but he's still young. Again, under Ange, who's to see how, you know, what I mean, how much he'll be able to improve under Ange if he
2: does sign. Mm-hmm. Like, but I'm just 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 looking ahead, lads, and just showing it out there, Mark. Like we're looking in into the summer and we're looking at another transfer window. Like, like there's 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 not much needed to a Ange has bought into the squad already is there any position you think that might need or, or just attention I'd like to maybe it's, be a backup keeper but I, I don't know yes uh, probably
0: I mean she's to be honest, Toby. Uh, but I mean to be honest Paul that probably would be the only position you could pinpoint you know I mean, I know I mean, people are going to say, "Oh, we need a left back in that," but
2: I don't think so. I mean, <laughs> More, that's just because of of seeing the way Taylor's playing at the moment. You
0: know, and I don't. I've got Taylor I've the <coughs> skills to try and learn, learn to play <laughs> and on so hard... the and that's a
2: that's it's
0: Ah, he no be. He can't he play for like us. That. He can't yeah. play for us anyway. Oh no, he can't
2: actually, man.
0: No, yeah. no, he can't He's play for us. Yeah. Well, he'll be away okay. in the summer, but as I just, I, I just said, Paul, maybe a good backup keeper.
2: And I think that's the only fair that I'd have uh, for for the running, Barry, to the title that if anything happened to Joe Hart.
3: Um. Yes, I suppose. I, I mean, I, I think for the last five, six games, you know, if something was to happen, you know, worst case scenario, uh, you've got Bain in there. Bain can come in and do a job. I mean, we've got. Four of our last six games at home. Now, when we play at home, we tend to Mm -hmm. starve the opposition at a possession. So, a lot of the time, Joe Hart has got nothing to do. Nothing
5: to do, yeah. Uh,
3: How many times now has it been that a a team's come to visit Celtic Park and, you know, haven't even registered a shot on target? So, so I wouldn't be too concerned there. What I would say is I, I probably slightly disagree in terms of come the summer transfer. I, I always, I'm a big believer in that You should never sort of stand still and just accept that. This yeah, because we, we, we yeah, saw that in the past. We saw that in the past. It's happened before, whereby, you know, even under Martin O'Neill, when the, the whole civil team, and, and he stuck with that probably a wee bit longer. With regards to where I think we need to strengthen, you know, I, I don't really want to say, I can't really think. But what I do have is I've got 100% faith in Ange. And I I, I trust and believe in whatever he does in the summer will be the right thing to do for the football club. And you know what, I sometimes think as well... Whilst I can't argue with anybody that says Taylor's, you know, been great this season, I do think sometimes you've just got to get better players. And I do think we can get better players than Greg Taylor, if I'm perfectly mm-hmm. honest. Mm-hmm. So I I think you can't stand still at a football club. If you if there's a player out there that you believe you can go in and is better than what you've got, go and get them. And I think that's what will happen this summer. But like I say, I've got full faith and trust in Ange that he much. does in the transfer, will be the right for uh, the football club.
2: Uh, you know, I, I don't think Barry... They'd be much needed. Do you know what I, mean? I think he's built the foundations now for a good squad. Like, he's I know, definitely I, I,
3: built the foundations I, without yes,
2: a doubt. But yes, that, it yes also just what you says. That you, you need to stay
3: at the club. There exactly. be players leaving who don't know. So yeah. like I say, Angel will be you well need, on top of that. And I, I've you need say to keep the foundations
2: up, Barry, as well with new signings as well coming in to keep these players on their toes, to keep that, you know?
3: Definitely, yeah. that's what will happen. That, there's, yeah. there's no doubt about it. Um, like, but I wouldn't like to think that, you know, as it stands just now, we've pretty much got our squad going forward next season. You know, I, I like to think that we don't just stand still and accept. Yeah. I think there will be players coming in. How many there is, I don't know what position, I don't know. But like I say, I'll leave that to Ange. I've got belief and faith in him.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Terry's just going on uh, what Barry was saying there. Like, Look, we we don't know what players are going to be leaving next season, and well, there could be players leaving, but. Of all the signs we could do next season, uh, the main ones could be is to keep the core of these group of players together. The the, the players we call like the sixteen man squad. Yeah. keeping
4: yeah, keep keeping keep the players is, is key and first and foremost. And might mightn't be a popular choice for me by me, but I, I would personally like to see them see them get the, the, the spine of the team. I'd definitely I think they need another left back and not, That's not against Greg Taylor but there's nothing wrong with competition But yeah. for me I would certainly I would certainly like to see the spine in the team I would certainly like to see Regardless of whether Vickers stays Well obviously if he goes then Lee too two Because Julian's probably going to be gone I would certainly I like Julian to see him get another left yeah, back exactly. I'd like to see him get a me a genuine Sitting midfielder Because I think McGregor's better going a little bit further forward But to have that option And I certainly think they'd need another striker but that's again that's in my personal opinion that those four positions, the players we have there are 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 exceptionally good at what they do and there's there's good players there. But if you like if you look at it today, we have no Kyogo and we have Jack Mackis. If Jack and Mac has got a bad injury, you're turning to you're turning to uh, a 80. So mm-hmm. for me for me, I would like to see the, the, the spine of the team again centre back goes out today. It could be Stephen Welsh. I know. I don't know whether he was on the bench. I didn't see the subs. No, he's did injured. He, he got taken he off. in uh, the Scotland under He did during the week, didn't he?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: It's just, it's just to, to to keep things fresh. For that would be me. Would be like straight down, straight down the middle of the, the team. Even if it's a second, even if it's a, a second keeper. If they don't think Scott Bain is good enough, but even though he signed a new contract, I imagine Ange does. But for me, I would definitely say centre back. Midfield, left back, and centre forward. they will be the first positions I would look to try. Mickey, Mickey, you 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 play
2: a lot of FIFA and, and you play a lot in the leagues. Like and like, realistically, ho- how many strikers should a club have?
1: Depends on the formation. Of the manager. As well, I mean, I'm always. I, you should always uh, at least have two players for every position. But I think yeah, mm. I've got that just now, but. The only thing I'm worried about, especially when it comes to Taylor, and Taylor's been outstanding for us this season, is I personally still don't think he's the type of left-back that Ange wants.
2: I don't think so, yeah.
1: guess yeah. You know, like me and Mark were talking about on Friday, like, Taylor's a left-back, he's a defender, eh? I wouldn't consider him a modern-day full-back, because he's no. not the best going forward like uh. Eh. And I still think in the summer, I think they'll definitely try and get a left-back more like Juranovic. Mm-hmm. Another because player. like
2: if you look if if you look at uh, the four players we have there at the moment, like there's only three now, I think we have Taylor, Ivan, which can play there, Scales and, and we had Bongoli. But of them, realistically, if you look at the style of play that they play mark, is the only one really suited to Ange's style of play. Because of the way he he, he can get forward. But for obvious reasons. It, it's not it's it's not walked out for borgo the Celtics so Maybe that's the position that we actually do need to look at to get a player who gets up gets up front like Valison does, gets up front like Jovanovic does. But, you know... But even at that point,
0: point? I would still think that Taylor's got a place in the squad. I would move oh, Taylor... Yes, Taylor okay. would be... For me, see if he did bring in a left-back. Taylor will be back up left-back, in my opinion.
2: Because, Mark, you said that Ange seems to have... Uh, a soft spot for Taylor You know that Just, When we criticised Taylor Seems to like stopped, him Didn't he Yeah You know Because when I was reading About Taylor Like I was shocked to say When Anne said that He's very vocal In the dressing room You know He didn't Taylor didn't come across As that type of player For me uh, You know
0: what I mean I think yeah. he's, he's, Taylor's Like he's a bit like Scott Brown Paul I think Taylor's At the, see like at the heart Of you all know, the wind-ups And stuff like that
4: Right, yeah, Taylor's yeah. that
0: kind of guy, you know. I mean, he's not that we shrinking violet. I mean, it's when you, you see as well, when any confrontation on the park, we Taylor's right in there, fronting it up, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, he's no, he's no this kind of we shy retiring guy that some people seem to think it is, as if it's he's no comfortable playing for Celtic. you all mm-hmm. like the jerseys too heavy for him, or that. If that just exactly for me, Taylor's either yeah. going to be With first choice left back or
2: at least second choice left back on the ranch, exactly. Uh, that's all for tonight, folks. Uh, thanks for Terence, Barry and Michael for joining us tonight. Uh, Modest Sunday has turned out to be Celtic or six points clear. We can end Rangers' season in April in two weeks' time and put more hardship on the club next door to us, where they'll actually shit themselves this time. Uh, Mark uh, will close the show, but before we go, uh, thanks to Opinionated Glasgow Region for joining us. Hope you enjoy the show and you join us again Uh Mark will
0: cover the short. Well, just thanks to you, Paul, uh, Terrence, Barry, and Mikey for joining us, all the guys in the live chat. hope you really enjoyed it. Uh, remember, hit the like button, subscribe if you haven't, and if you know how to, please leave a comment. It helps us grow in the algorithm and that, and share it about your social medias and that if you know how to. Hail, Hail, good night, and God bless.
1: treat your skin to clean vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code summer at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A malibu.com code summer.
0: This episode of the Boz and podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Groomers TV YouTube channel.